Welcome to episode 31 of Press YYZ. You can check us out on Twitter at Press YYZ, and we record live every Wednesday on Twitch at 8 p.m. Uh, on at Press YYZ. Keep in mind we have Twitch Prime, uh, so if you want to send our uh, your Twitch um, Prime or what are we calling it now, Amazon Twitch Prime Gaming. Yeah, it's Prime Gaming. Yeah, Prime Gaming uh, subscriptions that you get through it to us, we'd greatly appreciate that. I'm your host today, Nathan McInerney. Today I'm joined by. AJ Frazier, the thumbnail thespian. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I had some Popeye's chicken for dinner, and it was delicious, but I had way too much of it. Ooh. Uh, Alex Valent, the purple one. I am trying very hard to be an adult and actually cook for myself, so I had pasta alioli today that I made myself. Ooh, we're hearing about everybody's dinners. Uh, I'm full, but now I'm getting hungry again. The trophy hunter, Alex Alex Cozina. How are you doing, Alex? Uh, I'm good. I want to be known that actually I would prefer to be called the Platinum Hunter, not the Trophy Hunter. I'm hunting for the top tier stuff here. Um, I do want to say on the subject of cooking dinners and cooking pasta, I actually made baked macaroni yesterday and that was pretty good. It was very, the, the sauce came out very nice and sweet and light. And I think that it is something I'm definitely going to replicate in the future. All right. That sounds delicious. I love uh, some good uh, mac and cheese. Uh, excellent. And uh, Mitch George, the waifu kid. Really? <laughs> really? That's what we're going with. I do not agree I with that know. in the slightest. Let's talk about video games. Let's stop talking about food. I had a soup, just for the record. Uh, soup and some fresh cheese curds from Thornlow Cheese. Mm. So, I'm curious. Do you like mac and cheese that much because mac is literally in your name? Uh, I don't know. I've always had an affinity for craft dinner and mac and cheese. Um, when I was a kid, I actually bought bought my sister a cookbook, and on the inside of it, I wrote the instructions for craft uh, mac craft uh, dinner <laughs> on the inside. And where it said servings, it said. By the way, um, does anybody actually think that you can get four servings out of one box of craft dinner? There's Isn't more it, than one. If it's a side. Yeah, it says. But that, who has it as a side? says it's four servings for no, it. No, you put it on your plate, and you slather it in ketchup, and you're good to go. That's it. See, AJ's oh, got it right. I made oh, a mistake dear. by uh, doing that. Oh, do well. not bring up mac and cheese around me, goddammit. Yeah, that's opening up Pandora's box. <laughs> okay, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. So we're going to move on here, uh, and we're going to get right into what people are playing. AJ, t- talk to me. What's going on? Okay, there's a couple things I've been playing. Uh, one of them is GTA V. Uh, every one- now and then I get inspired to kind of hop back into that game um it's you know it's when when the game first came out you know i like everybody else uh i played it um on the last generation of consoles and uh you know waited the two weeks before the online launched and then the online launched and it was completely bored right (laughs) however i got into it right for about two more weeks right and i i was having a lot of fun with it and everything but the issues with the on gta online weren't over um because then it completely erased my character and my save and it completely killed any motivation i had to play the game but every once in a while especially considering i used to live in california um i get inspired to go play around in fake california and drive cars really fast drive up to the desert um and and, you know go off ramps and stuff uh you know it is what it is um gta 5 these days is kind of 
unapproachable unless you're going in on the ground floor with only with people that you know because it's a bit of a pay-to-win nightmare and i don't know how i feel about it overall anymore gta online is always one of those games where i wish i got into it i love gta 5 so i don't know um Mm -hmm. i just never could get into the gta online portions of it i don't know what was keeping me back there it's it's definitely one of those things uh that you need friends for um because like if, if you go and watch like any of the um, Let's Play crew uh, play around uh, in their different game modes and stuff. Like, that's sort of what inspires me to actually sit through the long-ass loading time and jump into that world. Um, But it's... Oh, man. It's, like... You get matched into an open world with people, like, 200 levels above you, and it's... It's not approachable anymore for for new players unless you're going to set up some sort of private match for just you and your friends. GTA 5 was just never my thing. It's not Uh, like you say that every moment you can. It's going to come to the writer in the show. You just wait. Rockstar makes good games, but uh, maybe not Red Dead 5 or 2, but um, most of the other games. It's okay. We'll get Red Dead 5 in like 45 years. Yes, as a segue <laughs> to later, generous. that's going to be uh, definitely brought up later today. 45 yeah. years is generous. Um, okay, so tell me a bit about Arkham Knight. I'm sure we can jump into the, a little more th- uh, DC fandom news coming up, but uh, what, what, are yeah. you just revisiting? No, um, so I played through uh, Arkham Asylum and I played Arkham City, but I didn't finish Arkham City. But, you know, D- the DC fandom and everything and all the trailers and everything that came out kind of inspired me to kind of jump back into the Batman universe. And so I found on the Xbox One um, the whole trilogy, the the new re-release trilogy, uh, was like 20 bucks online. So yep. um, I, f- I found that and I was like, you know what? Yeah, for all three games, you know, maybe I can convince, um, you know, my... my girlfriend to to watch the story of the first one if i get inspired to play that at a later date or whatever it's all going to be forwards compatible anyway with like the future consoles i'm pretty sure so uh yeah i i got inspired to jump into arkham knight and um you know i i heard all the rumors uh back when that game came out that it was just like you know it was way too focused on the batmobile and i kind of concur with that um it seems like the game is designed to want you to fall to the ground, call your Batmobile, and drive real fast through everything. But it's, to me, more fun and more Batman to grappling hook all the way across the city, even if it's a little slower. So, I, I don't know. I think they put too much focus and emphasis on the Batmobile, as cool as, cool as it is. I'm in a similar situation with that game where um, I loved Arkham Asylum and beat it. And I think I petered out near the end of Arkham City. Um, but I was really scared after the reviews for Arkham Knight talked about how heavy the um, the the Batmobile sections were. So I, I do need to go back. I have it free from PS Plus. So I genuinely believe that it's a very good conclusion to the Arkham trilogy, uh, like at least like the Rocksteady ones. I think people were very very hard on Arkham Knight for reasons that I don't feel are completely fair like yes it does heavily use the Batmobile but I feel like there's so much like I don't think it's as much as everyone kind of like said it was I think there's like a good amount that you still get to do like the normal Batman stuff and then the mechanics that they that they added on 
to like the stuff that they already like implemented in city i thought they did like i thought it was it went just in depth enough like to really expand on it but not be overwhelming and honestly i think the story no spoilers but i think the story is a very solid conclusion with some very easy to predict twists but i feel like what they did with uh, a few characters were actually super interesting to the batman like mythos yeah, I, I would i would argue okay. short of arkham city it's probably got the strongest story or narrative in the series but sorry I'll go, agree. go ahead i i agree with that i was gonna quickly ask was your desire to go back to arkham city in any way sorry uh arkham knight in any way motivated by like wanting to kind of be caught up on like past previous lore when you eventually jump into Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League because if I recall correctly they recently announced that Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League is going to be taking place in the same continuity as the Arkham games correct yeah it's it's uh from what I understand that's uh that is the case it's going to take place in that Arkham universe um yeah 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 a little bit of me like I'm always inspired to like uh like when a new game in a series comes out I'm always kind of inspired to, oh man, I want to play that. I should go back and play the first one again, and then. But I talked myself out of it this time, uh, and just decided, you know what, uh, Arkham Knight. Let's just jump right in and let's see what what happens. Um, the 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 special um, edition with all the trilogy edition or whatever it is uh, came with um, like all the costumes and stuff. So I'm running around as the 89 batman um it's unfortunate though because the batmobile which is such a heavy use in the game uh you can only use the 89 batmobile in races which i haven't used Hmm. yet like they didn't find a way to like incorporate the skins with the main gameplay of the entire game which i think would have been cool personally Mm. but 89 batman's sort of my my inspirational batman all right well that's good i'm sure we'll have a little more to talk about the suicide squad game coming up in the news when we talk about dc oh, fandom we will so yeah. batman's living that nightlife uh but uh alex you're living the college life so tell me about it i am okay i've uh this last week i've gone through some very interesting character developments so to speak uh-huh. wait wait are you gonna show us the keyblade live i will that might get us banned on stream i removed my threat that i put in the the google doc but um so i did get a tattoo it's not a fucking keyblade man that joke was funny the first time the second time maybe even the third time i feel like it's lost a little bit of its a little bit of its oomph just Hold how on, you guys can... just keep repeating it over and over again. Let me guess. I got. Our, let me guess. I got my... For our Twitch there viewers, it is on Cozy's screen. putting up a video of. Uh, I was gonna say, do you want me to switch back over to the Talking Heads view so that you can yes. show it off in, in it's, person? It's, or... re- it's really hard to show it off, like okay. with the the angle. So probably keep the keep the photo. But for the audio listeners, I got the Leviathan axe on my left forearm from God of War. I I think it is the design I when I got the design from the artist um it was like wow that looks really really cool I was very excited about it but then once it got put on my arm and like the the stencil was on and it was like now it's just waiting for for it to to happen it like looked super cool and then all the shading it is man it's fucking cool like I just keep looking at my arm being like wow that's still there huh 
tattoos are rad and i've i've had mo- many people who are like heavily tattooed be like once you get your first one you're going down a rabbit hole oh it's oh, it's man. for sure i i already want to get my next one i'm getting another one in september um, what's that one gonna be keep like uh, i mean i guess uh, i guess I'll, you know i I've, I've talked about it a little bit but my plan is to get the mark of shame from halo 2 oh right yes yeah it's uh i yeah. thought th- that was gonna be your first one that's what I wanted it to be, but I had so I when I because that was the first one I wanted to do, but then I sent that design to like three different artists, and I got two responses back at the same time, and so I booked like I booked the first one for like I booked that one for September, and then I got uh, the second response from the one who did the Leviathan axe. It was like, well, shit, I need to figure out a different design because I've already got that one booked. So I was like. I was going to do this one anyway. Might as well, I guess, just do it first. So, because I was like, uh, I want to do this as soon as possible. A- Antonio <laughs> in our chat has a phenomenal idea for you as you go down this rabbit hole. You know what you're getting on the other forearm, right? Oh, bla- the Blades oh, of Chaos, dude, that would man, be- with the chain and everything wrapping Yo, around. Like, that'd be that, dope. That that could yeah. be really, really cool. Like, I, um, I looked up the Mark of Shame, by the way, on Google. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are getting the Mark of Shame on their shoulders do you think that you would be down to put it there, or is this more like an arm thing? I was probably gonna do it because I like because I have it on my my I have the Leviathan axe on my forearm, and so I was thinking like I would want to put it on my wrist, so it's like no matter what way somebody's looking at me, there's always gonna be something to look at, and also just hmm. for me to be able to look at. I haven't decided where I'm gonna do it specifically because uh, the shoulder could also okay. be a really cool one. In 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 Halo Two, when uh, the Arbiter gets burned with the Mark yeah. of Shame. Yeah, is that not that? That's right in the middle of its chest, like right mm-hmm. in his sternum. Yeah, have you considered that? Yeah. So here's that here's the thing: is I because of um, you know uh, other character development that I've had of like you know gaining a lot of weight and then losing it very rapidly. I have mm-hmm. a lot of stretch marks all over my body. And I mm-hmm. don't know exactly how that sort of goes. Like, you can definitely get it. You can definitely get tattoos over stretch marks, but you have to, like, find very specific artists. There are ones who, like, will do that specifically. And so for right now, I'm kind of just using the real estate that I have that won't involve all that because even, like, this hurt quite a bit. There was, like, yeah. like especially, like, when it was, like, getting to new areas because, like, the way that he described how um, the artist is uh, Kevin Jenkins from Ink and Water, in case you are curious. Um, regardless, he was explaining how it's like he's basically a laser printer where he just starts at the bottom and goes all the way up. And so every time he reached sort of like a new area, it like would hurt for a little while. And then as he was like doing shading, it was like, OK, this is pain that I'm already familiar with. So it's like it kind of lost a lot of its um, luster, I guess. Uh. But but yeah, like I really 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 love this tattoo a lot um i haven't really played very many video games uh so this is kind of like the major thing that has happened this week for me but i i love it um one it's a good looking tattoo i do it is it is it is is genuinely i I can never see myself getting a tattoo but yours looks very cool yeah, yeah, it's very good. I'm scared yeah. of needles, so yeah. I'm jealous a little bit. I'd love to have a yeah. Green Lantern tattoo at some point. Yeah. The, the main reason why I chose the main reason why I chose the Leviathan Axe is like just very very quickly because this is kind of important. I didn't just choose it because I love God of War, which I do, but like there's a quote. Has everyone played God of War? No. Yeah. You you can spoil yeah. it for you, me though. Okay. Spoilers. It, this isn't to the like chat. a huge spoiler. Spoilers. In this chat. Is, yeah. 
Plug your ears for like the next 30 seconds. Yeah, so it's like at the very, very end of the game when Kratos like removes his bandages and Atreus is like, what are you doing? And he's like, I have nothing more to hide. That moment was super, like it resonated super, super closely to me because because of like the stretch marks that I have. I'm like, this is something, it's not that exactly that I'm ashamed of them, but it is something that it's just like, this is like, it's a weird sort of like thing. It draws attention and you don't like those eyes on you necessarily all the time. In a lot of ways, that's also why I'm doing the the mark of shame because it is in Halo Two. There's a quote when um when Shipmaster or I guess he's like the White Elite is talking to the Arbiter for the first time. He's like, "That armor suits you, but it can't hide that mark." And Arbiter's like, "Nothing ever will." It's like those lines are very super. Like they resonated super super close to me as of like recently because of like events that I've gone through. And in a lot of ways, I'm kind of besides the fact that Halo is like also super important to me. It's like I want to kind of like commemorate that mentality of like this is who i am now i'm just gonna go with it sweet so yeah all right big fan big fan of my tattoo i want to say you sound like somebody who's a huge fan of halo you you would you could say that this is actually going to be a halo free episode believe it or not uh that's not necessarily true i mean there is Uh, one on the bracket no that's is there (laughs) there is there is yeah and it's working its way up We'll well, we haven't even started yet. Mitch, uh, <laughs> you disappeared for the weekend did. and didn't get to play a super amount of video games, but tell me what's been going on. So this past weekend, I got away with the gentleman who will be joining me at the altar for my wedding in a few weeks. Got away to a, a cottage, just had a, a guy's weekend, you know, someone brought three liters of whiskey, the usual guy's weekend nice. stuff, right? You, it, It's strippers. Like, yeah. No, it's fucking it, ridiculous bottle of whiskey it's a girthy bottle it, it, it's a girthy it's, bottle it's a long bottle um it's okay. uh yeah i mean um no so <laughs> we we got away it was a good time uh this hat's actually from that weekend my my best man shout out to chris uh had these made with just team groom on the back carmen wants you to show us the bottle it's all the way over there. I'll get it at some point in the show as a gag for our, our visual viewers. If not, you know what three liters of alcohol looks like. So, yeah. we just, At we some got, point when you get really pissed off, or just sorry, when you get really pissed off because of something you were voting for doesn't, you can just bring it and just have it be a prop. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll just, yeah. It'll be great. The thing is, I can't actually Fair pour enough. out of it. It came with its own pump because it, there's no, <laughs> like, it would pour too quickly because the opening of the bottle is, like, ridiculous. So I'll grab I'll grab it at some point, but no, I mean we did get to play some games while we were away. You know your typical cottage stuff. So you know we did some beer pong, Golden Eye sixty four, some some, uh, some ladder golf. Uh, this other one called Can Jam, which was fun. Snakes some and fishing, some some boating, some swimming. Uh, but when the even I was gonna say when I think about cottages, I think more of like fishing and mm-hmm. boating than I do beer pong. I am. I mean, bachelor weekend, you think beer pong. <laughs> I get, I, I, yeah, I, I see it from that yeah. perspective. No, it was more yeah. of that. Um, we did get a chance when we did sort of wind down for the, we played some games. I mean, I lost money at poker, which most people do. Uh, but we did get into a few rounds of drunk Mario Kart, which was fun. Uh, with Ooh, no, no wow. drinking and driving that allowed. Is... No, no drinking and driving allowed. Oh, you did that. So you, mm-hmm. you How does that to, work? You have to start and finish your drink before the end of the race. You cannot drink and drive, so you have to pull over if you're going to drink from your glass. So that was fun. You know, I was going to... Oh, I've heard I, I was those gonna make. 
hold on a second. I was going to say, I was going to make fun of you, Mitch, for being like, oh, man, nobody has ever done drunk Mario Kart before. What an original idea. But I actually, uh, I'll, I'll give you a point for that specific rule that you just I mean, detailed. That is somewhat original. I mean, it's not original. I got it from somewhere. I don't remember where. Still, the, the fact that I hadn't heard it before gives it a point okay, in my book. Okay, uh, To get into some Smash Brothers while we were away, too, uh, which is always a good time when you've got a group of people together. But between yeah. the shenanigans and actually after I got home from the weekend, I reviewed a couple of games. So I played through a sort of endless runner arcade shooter called Lost Wing on the Switch, uh, which is interesting because you, you, there's actually like ship degradation. So if you don't totally collide with an, with an object, you might lose a wing or, or both. There are ways to, to recover that, but it does affect the way the game plays, which was fun. Um, not a lot of like, the the progression system is kind of wonky though. So I mean, there's not a lot to it initially, and it takes a while before you can get into some of the more challenging areas and difficulty levels and, and stuff like that. And then I also just finished uh, Metamorphosis, which I still have to actually do the write up for. But this was an interesting one, based on a short story from Franz Kafka, uh, where essentially you're transformed into a bug. So anyone, okay, before you put anything up on the stream, Cozy, if anyone is afraid of bugs, look away. Uh, hold on a second. I'm not certain what this is because there's like a movie trailer. <laughs> there is. It's a, hmm. it, it's a game where you play a bug. Okay, I found it. All I right. found it. Um, yeah, I see it. it. It's kind of interesting. It's a shorter experience. Cozy, you'll love this. It has a very, very attainable platinum in uh, uh, oh, uh, roughly four nice. hours is what uh, I saw in Power Picks. Um, where it is just, you know, typical story progression stuff and then some collectibles to pick up along the way. But it was an interesting time playing as a, a bug. But if, again, if you have any sort of phobia around insects, this is not the game for you. It looks how does it, I was going to say, how does it compare to the hit 2009 Wii game, Deadly Creatures? Oh Never my played God. it. I, I feel like this is different, though, because it's in first person. I don't think that was, was it? That was the one where you played as either a no, spider no. or a Deadly, scorpion, Deadly right? Creatures... That's yeah, yeah. correct. So Deadly Creatures is one of those games where I started it like I must have started it like six times because I was always super intrigued by the premise and I was told that it's only six hours long. So I'm like, oh, well, if I don't love it by the end of it, at least it won't have taken up too much of my time. I've never gotten past like the first hour, but I'm still like, I want to go back and beat that game. So th th this one had some will. fun mechanics of like you had to get your feet sticky if you wanted to climb up walls and stuff and different little puzzles to solve. It was a nice little experience. Very, like, not, I wouldn't say simple, but it was very straightforward. Uh, it was just, it was nice. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah. That's sort of been what I've been up to this week and more wedding planning and things like that. But unfortunately, coming home from the bachelor weekend, I discovered that the laundry in my apartment had backed up and now my floor is all Hell fucked yeah. up. So I got to deal with that now. So I'm really glad I have a leftover three liter bottle of whiskey in my apartment. <laughs> that could be worth it. I, I see you rated your water issue at 7.9. I probably would go lower. Yeah, that was more of an in-joke to the IGN. No, Cali Plaguey Pokemon Fire Red article uh, review, right? No. Uh, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Or Alpha, yeah, right? I don't know. It was a Pokemon thing. For I don't sure. know. It was a Pokemon yeah, game. Sure. It was definitely Cali Plague. It, it. it was Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Boom! I'm going to go That's get more it. water. Those are lots of words about Pokemon games. Yes. Uh, Cozy, uh, I see that you've been reminiscing about Sword Art Online. Uh, tell me more. 
Okay, well, so here's the thing. To, like, back up to the maximum most possible degree, uh, I've not been in a very video gamey mood for the what? past couple of weeks. Yeah, I know. Unacceptable. Big surprise. People get tired out of games. I, I don't know. I, like, to be honest, before I started streaming games on a regular basis in the middle of 2019, I was not in a very video gamey mood either. For various reasons, the medium just wasn't appealing to me in the way it did in the past. And I just didn't play games very often. Um, but, you know, I kind of got back into games then, and now I'm just in another slump where I'm not really into the medium that much. Instead, I've really been reconnecting with a lot of anime. Uh, I've been watching a lot of ReZero, which is a, like, fantasy isekai anime. I've been watching a lot of certain magical index slash a certain scientific railgun, which is, like, a really complicated magic meets science anime that's sort of, like, the anime equivalent of the MCU, but 500 times more complicated. Uh, and I've also been reconnecting with Sword Art Online. And spurned on by my recent interest in anime-related stuff, I decided to go and check out a game on mobile called Crossing Void, which is like a gotcha fighting game where basically you pay for various like waifus and other non-waifu anime characters yeah. and basically have them fight each other to the death. Uh, and it's like a big crossover thing. There's like a bunch of different franchises that are involved. Uh, it's fine. It, it's If you played a gacha game, you kind of know what to expect from a, an experience like this. Uh, and it's one of those things where, you know, after playing it, I it kind of got me reminiscing a bit about Sword Art Online Hall of Fragment, which is a Vita game that was originally released in 2014. So like, there have been quite a few Sword Art Online games that have been released over here in the West. Uh, Hollow Fragment was the first Sword Art Online game that was localized here, and to be honest, it's not that great of a game. Um, it's The way that I've described it to people in the past is that Sword Art Online Hollow Fragment is the worst game that I ever logged 200 hours into, where its combat is not that exceptional, its story is boring and contains a lot of pandering scenes where its underage characters get into some very lewd situations. Its localization is like infamously bad and has like a ton of spelling mistakes. But there was a seed of something awesome in the experience that kind of kept me playing for a very long time. And I think part of that seed was just the fact that on the PlayStation Vita, there weren't really a lot of other like role-playing games of the scale of Hollow Fragment. Outside of Persona 4, like there really aren't a lot of JRPGs that come to mind that were like massive in scale on that platform. But also it was just the fact that like when it comes to anime games, it's very rare that most anime games try to offer an experience that's comparable to the kind of scope of what you experience uh, watching the anime. I, I feel like most anime games are fit to just, you know, have their characters be featured in a crossover fighting game or a mobile gacha game or a visual novel. And it's only understandable because, you know, oftentimes these companies that produce these games aren't working with particularly large budgets. So it's much cheaper to go with those styles of experiences. Even so, I appreciated Sword Art Online Fall Fragment for bucking the trend. And I just, I figured I'd talk about it here because we might do an anime, like a best anime game segment at some point in the future on this show. And I probably would not bring that game up on that segment because, again, I don't think it's particularly good. So, yeah. That entire Just discussion will be all Dragon Ball Z. 100%. Yeah. I'm uh, not going to be there that week. Pokemon's an uh, anime, I've right? got a thing. Pokemon is anime. It's, I mean, Digimon? Digimon. There are. 
there there are video games that are like specifically based on the Pokemon anime, like Pokemon Puzzle League, for example. All right, well that's interesting. Um, so you may put uh, two hundred hours into Sword Art Online Hollow Fragment. I'm not quite there yet, but I've been putting a ton of time into Fall Guys. It's so good. Any of you guys still playing? It's so we were playing yesterday. Yeah. Well, I know Mitch has. Mitch do and I you, were playing yesterday. Do you expect that Fall Guys is going to be, like when PlayStation does their year in review for you, do you expect Fall Guys to be your number one most played game? No. Mm, like for PlayStation? Probably. For PlayStation specifically. Yeah. yeah like um, hours wise. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I think so. I, I, don't, I maxed out the season pass uh, wow. yesterday. So I've hit all 40 levels on it. Uh, I'm close to having all the trophies. I need to get Invaluable. Yeah, we. I think we both got um, the 20 win trophy yesterday, right? Yeah, we both. Uh, no, I got oh, mine got the, the day, day before, before yeah, but yeah. you got yours. Yeah. Um, so I'm putting wins away like this in Craze. It's just a matter of chaining five of them together. We got two in a row last night when we were playing uh, with Nate Plays Game, friend of the show. Please check his uh, stream outs. Um, so, no, it, it's just one of those experiences where... Like, I get it. I get where people's complaints are. That's the same thing every time. But the, it's the fact that I'm getting better and better at these things, the same thing every time. I'm constantly getting to the last rounds. And I feel like I'm actually good at a Battle Royale type game, which is, which is interesting for me. Because, uh, like, I don't normally play, like, online games. And I feel like this is a big exception. And I'm super excited tomorrow about um, the uh, Season 2 trailer to see what's going to be added in season two. Yeah. I, th I think they got a lot more publicity than they were expecting on this game. So I'm, I'm a little nervous, honestly, about what we're going to see from season two. I think once we mm -hmm. get into like three or four is when they're really going to hit their stride. I hope for me, this is going to be a yeah. game I come back to. Like I've, li I literally said when this, I finished, uh, I'm trying to remember what I played. I can't remember what I played last, to be honest, before fall guys, there's a time before fall guys. And now there's just fall guys. Um, and it is going to be my go-to game of just pick up and play, but it will not be the one that I put the most hours into this year. That will be Marvel's Avengers. Um, so but yeah, no, um, I'm just going to segue into it right now because it's later, but let's just talk about it quickly. Uh, Fall Guys is the most downloaded PlayStation uh, Plus game ever. So, and uh, to add on top of that, they announced that they've sold 7 million copies on Steam. Wow. That's crazy. Um, and the, in 10 days, they've sold 5 million more copies since it launched. Because yep. 10 days ago, they said it was 2 million. Honestly, we're going to get to the end of the year, and you guys are going to joke about this, but Fall Guys has serious Game of the Year contention. Especially if they do updates for the seasons yep. uh, when they're doing voting, and it's still fresh. I mean, this, this like Fall Guys is way more of a way more of a contender than PUBG was in 2017, so I'm all for it. I mean, speaking of... It's pretty impressive because, like, I feel like for a long period of time, I thought that no other game would be able to replicate Rocket League's success on the platform. Mm -hmm. uh, and yet, here we go. Fall Guys has knocked it out of the park. Yeah, I think it's far surpassed. Some, it's Rocket something League, simple. It's I want to keep this I want to keep this conversation quick on, the, on, yeah. on it. But do you think we're going to see after... Because Rocket League obviously showed that you could launch a game on PS Plus and see huge dividends out of it but then we didn't see it again till fall guys really like a brand new game coming out is this going to change that for the rest of the ps4's life cycle and the ps5 about people wanting to get their multiplayer games out on playstation plus first i hope so i mean yeah. i i feel like like i don't know like if you were to break it down by percentage i don't know like the percentage increase what that would be in from like 
this timeline versus the multiverse timeline where there wasn't a pandemic and everybody was stuck at home. But, um, you know, it, I think, I, I think it, it, it's kind of, it, it will absolutely be interesting to see the other kinds of games that might get, because Fall Guys and Rocket League are both, you kind of know the premise and it's just pick it up and go, right? Rocket League is soccer with cars. Fall Guys is get to the finish, right? So yep. it, it can something more complicated even make it there? But See, knows? like, when it comes to uh, multiplayer games, like, having with Fall Guys, like, especially, like, it got so much publicity because of the fact that it was going to be available on PlayStation Plus. When, like, you look at other multiplayer games, like, um, my like, the example I'm thinking of is that Rocket Arena game that came out this yeah. year EA, from EA, EA yeah. that thing was dead on arrival. Imagine if like, imagine if it was available on PS Plus. I feel like you would have at least had like somewhat of an install base, or even just like, why wasn't that game free to play? The fact that EA they were charging money. forty dollars for that. Yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like I feel like no matter I feel like PlayStation Plus will just elevate, even if it's like only for for in Fall Guys' instance being one half of the player base because it's obviously available on steam and people on steam had to had to buy it it allowed at least for it to generate hype for the game so that people will want to buy it on steam and that's why i think why it is as as successful as it was is because it got that hype boost from playstation so i also um and just to end this topic here uh devolver digital released carrion on games pass and this on fall guys on ps plus Carrion like came and I love Carrion and Alex you play Carrion too right yeah I really enjoyed it yeah do you think it got the same bump being on Game Pass or do you think it was too hidden where this was almost featured because it was the only game yeah it definitely like I don't feel like Carrion got like as much publicity um and I think yeah I think that's a good point that it was like where with Fall because what the other game was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 yeah like the campaign so it's like one of two games yeah, so it's like it got way more of a publicity, especially because this is a brand new game um, yeah. where, yeah, Carry On did get... I, I bet it did get, like... I mean, w- at some point, I bet we'll see the numbers from Devolver Digital, but, like, I bet Carry On did get a boost of players playing it on Game Pass, and you know what? It, like, at the end of the day, um, even if it wasn't, like, super popular, Microsoft still paid yep. the developers and Devolver Digital for that, so it it benefited them... I think no matter what to just put it on game pass. I just almost wonder if they've done it on Xbox a lot, uh, the gold with, with games or I think, whatever. I don't, I don't think that would have, I think that would have, not that it would have um, been a detriment to it, but it wouldn't have been like game pass. I think has a, has a more of a sort of prestigiousness to it where no one gives a shit about games with gold. I think on, games of gold is almost irrelevant on, at this point. Honestly too, when you're comparing two games like Carrion and Fall Guys, like the accessibility They're of completely different the accessibility games. of the game is very important. The multiplayer aspect of it is the yeah. social aspects of it. The streamability yeah. of that game versus something like Carrion is huge. And I think we've heard this time and time again from developers who put their games on Game Pass of the service spiked sales both on Xbox and on other platforms. You saw the same thing here yeah, with the true. number of sales we saw on Steam. I just think Fall Guys is a better game, honestly, than Carrion, and I still need to play it, so I reserve that judgment until I do get a chance to get my hands on. But at the same time, I hope this just 
echoes to Sony. We need to get more games on services that people subscribe to sooner rather than later. Whether that's PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Now, whatever their plans are for PS5. If they're not competing yeah. with Microsoft day and date with first party the way that they are ne- the way that Microsoft is going about now, I I think Sony's in trouble. I don't necessarily agree with that, but yeah. no, uh, um, I think anyways we that's another topic for a whole other show. I'm gonna guess. Yeah, that's that's a very serious rabbit hole we could go down. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do we do need to get into the news because we got a fun uh, topic of the show today. So let's start burning through this news here, and I don't know how much we're gonna have to say about a few of these. I know one of them is probably we're probably gonna go deep into. Um, but the Epic versus Apple battle has continued. It's been two weeks so far. We've been talking about this while well, we're talking about it again. Um, Xbox. So this is from us gamer and I'm going to try and say this slowly. Hurun crier. Am I saying that right? Cozy. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. I would say he but whatever. He yeah, um, I apologize to him. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We sh- we should message him on Twitter. Ask him how it's pronounced. A hundred percent. But anyway. essentially, essentially, Xbox has filed support for Epic's Games lawsuit against Apple. Um, this is in terms of keeping the developer kits with uh, for the Unreal Engine with developers not shutting that down because of what it's going to have there. Uh, Microsoft has a pony in this race, um, not necessarily over this specifically, but with the uh, X Cloud on the iOS running right now. So. D- does anybody have any thoughts on this? It, it makes sense for Microsoft uh, to be with Epic on the anti-consumerism that Apple is putting across on their platform. Uh, and the whole judge uh, decision to force Apple to not suspend Epic's license or developer licenses for Unreal Engine development, I think, is fair. Yeah. Because it's something they're paying for yeah. and they haven't mm-hmm. broken terms of service with regards to Unreal. They just they have with Fortnite and that's what they're going to court over. But I think in the meantime, yes, just don't let them do anything more because it's just going to become this back and forth of who's got the bigger dick. And at the end of the day, well, you're going to have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, no, it's uh, really interesting. I think we're going to be talking about this for a few weeks to come at a minimum. I'm curious to see how long this is going to go. Um, yeah. I noticed, um, so apparently iOS is not and Mac are not getting the new uh, Marvel campaign in Fortnite, which... I'm guessing pulls them out of crossplay as well. So essentially, huh. so what it, I don't quite know how that works. Essentially, what's going to happen is the next update is going to hit across all platforms, but there will be no update on iOS, Google Play, or I, I think it is still okay on. No, Mac. Google Play is getting the update. Google Play will not get the update because Google also pulled Fortnite from the store. You'd have to get it from a next from a third party. You'd have to sideload Fortnite essentially yeah. to get the update. You'd have to sideload it uh, from the website yes. in order to or, get the or which is how launcher. which is how Fortnite was originally put on Android uh, because yeah. they completely sidestepped uh, the Google Play Store. But there was enough uh, visibility in the Google Play Store that it kind of justified it for them, even if the cut is still thirty percent. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah. at this point it's less hmm. about the thirty percent and more about Apple and. To a lesser extent, Google, their their stranglehold on their own marketplace and not, I mean, Google less so because at least at the OS level, they allow you to have third party stores and all this stuff. But there is no way to circumvent Apple's uh, payment processes when it comes to microtransactions in games. There is for other apps. There are other agreements that are in place, but it doesn't apply to games, which doesn't make any sense. That's what they're fighting for, not for them, but for everybody. Do we think Epic and Apple are going to settle out of court? 100%. This will yeah, not go before a judge. Got it. 
No, a hundred percent. Um, I do think there, and I mentioned this earlier and I know it's not just about the 30%, but I do think it's interesting that Xbox is jumping on board here, um, to support Epic when Epic could come after PlayStation or Xbox for similar, like closed off ecosystems. I, th- I think that's why this is less about the cut and more so about like the business practices, the double standard. So I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. The whole thing's interesting and I'm sure this will be a class one day in uh, some sort yeah. of law school and about I, how this case went yeah, down. Just, just to close off that point mm-hmm. about the, the update is any, any, any client that cannot get the update will not be able to connect to Fortnite servers because the Fortnite server will verify you're on the right version of the client. And if you're not, then you can't play the game. So in a That's week gonna... or what is it? The end of this week. So by the time this episode is out, you are going to get viral videos of kids having tantrums for not being able to play Fortnite on their iPod or their iPad or their grandpa's old Android phone that was a hand-me-down. Like, it's going to be bad. Yeah, this is going to get a lot of publicity. Especially like, with it from, like, a, mainstream like news. Marvel yeah, event. Marvel. The, one of the biggest entertainment yeah. properties in the world in the, one of the other biggest entertainment properties in the world. It's going to be stupid and it's going to get tons of mainstream press and you have to you have to expect that Fortnite timed that event knowing that we're going to pull this stu- this stunt. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They know this stuff way ahead of time when they're going to do oh, things. Yeah. Alright, well, we just talked about Marvel uh, to end that, so I think it's a good time to jump over and talk about DC, because I love DC personally. Uh, Fandom, uh, the recap. Uh, this is from IGN from Matthew Adler. Um, now, all of you guys caught are caught up on the reveals from the DC Fandom? I probably all missed the major ones for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so, did we want to talk about the movie stuff too, or just the games? Cheetah looks stupid, P- Battenson looks great. The, yeah. yeah, Robert Robert Pattinson. I, I think I'm over my anger about uh, Twilight uh, that I had in high school, um, and I don't dislike Robert Pattinson or cringe when I hear his name anymore. I did when I first heard that it was announced, but then I saw this trailer, and that's what inspired me to play. Specifically, that trail that trailer is what inspired me to play uh, art. Uh, Arkham Knight. Mm. So. A little unrelated to the Batman stuff, but honestly, like watch all the movies he has done since Twilight because he mm-hmm. is a phenomenal. The actor. Lighthouse and is sitting in my Amazon I... Prime queue, ready to be watched. I'm very much looking yeah. Forward yeah. To Lighthouse, 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 Good Time. Like those are those are probably like his two like top ones. But like he genuinely like is a very very good actor. That he just you know he was I, in Twilight and didn't I've get heard, to. Uh, I've heard uh, that his American accent isn't that good when he tries. I don't know. Uh, any opinions on that? Um, I mean, it's better than his French accent when, okay. that he did in that he did in The King. Regard, uh, that's a, that's a bit of a tangent, but is watch, he watch his, watch his he stuff. Is. Yeah, he's British. Oh, I've never yeah, even seen m- a movie m- with him. Most of your favorite superhero actors are British secretly. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not secretly. Henry Cavill is not Henry secretly Cavill British. Do you guys see that Sherlock Holmes? Uh, trailer or Sherlock Holmes nieces trailer or whatever it is that he's uh, he's in another movie where he's Sherlock Holmes and he looks beautiful oh wow anyways (laughs) I want to say like overall DC fandom lots of great trailers remains to be seen whether all these projects are going to pan out and be as good as they're going to be personally I think that I have the most questions about uh, Justice League sorry Suicide Squad kills the Justice League just because We've seen so little actual gameplay of what that yep. looks like. We didn't see I any also, 
Well, yeah, we got a trailer saying we're going to get the game in two, probably four years. And while we did get gameplay of Batman Gotham Knights, and it does look decent, I can't help but be just a little bit disappointed by how Me Too-ish it looks in terms of its design, in terms of enemies, you know, having levels, in terms of just the kind of look and feel of the gameplay seeming like so many other cooperative experiences uh, with open-ish worlds that we've gotten over the past couple of years. But I, I get the sense that I'm, of all the people in this room, the lesser Batman video game fan. So I'm interested in hearing what you guys think. I liked... Uh, so for Gotham Knights, I thought it was an interesting reveal. Um, I like that it's separated from the Arkham universe and that they're doing their own thing, especially after the I last... Think that- I, the last Arkham game they did was not even considered part of the Arkham like Arkham Universe by Rocksteady. Like yeah. that game didn't get the same respect, and I, they need to do something completely different and separate themselves from it because it wasn't a bad game. Uh, honestly, um, so like even when we were talking about Batman earlier, we didn't bring up Arkham Origins at all. Well, it's because mm-hmm. they they didn't port it to. Uh, There's no easy way consoles. to play it right it's, now. Yeah, it's it's yeah. stuck on it's stuck on uh, 360 and PS3. Well, it's kind of the redheaded stepchild of the Arkham no, universe. No, that's, that's so I think that's it's that's the portable games. No one played those. At least people played Origins. Uh, Black Blackgate was great. Mm. Like I feel like it's when it comes to Gotham Knights, I'm actually more excited about Gotham Knights than I am about Suicide Squad Kills Justice League. Mostly just oh, because we know literally nothing about Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. Like, or at least like we Captain haven't seen Boomerang anything besides is that hilarious. one. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like, okay. So let's finish Batman Gotham Knights. Then we'll talk about Suicide Squad. Yeah. Like, so like when it comes to Gotham Knights, I find it very strange that it's not in the Arkham universe, especially with the way that Arkham Knight mm. ended and the way mm. that like the trailer whoa, is like whoa, whoa. almost spoilers. spoilers. I just started. No, no I mean, it's the interesting thing about them not having it be in the Arkham universe is you can have a Batgirl that is Barbara Gordon who isn't in a that wheelchair. Is, so that is true. Yeah. You can you can have Barbara Gordon, you can have Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, and it Jason Todd all in the same like, game. Basically, so we got Arkham Origins, which was them being they had the baggage of everything else that Rock City had done behind them. This is them getting a yeah. opportunity to be like, all right, we're not even going to use Batman, and we're going to make our own game in our own universe and yeah. do our own thing. And I think but, that's pretty great. My my biggest problem, though, I guess with it is just the aesthetic of the game looks really similar to the Arkham games. Like it's really hard to get away from that because Batman, like it, it like it, they just look super similar. So like, if you are trying to explain, no, this isn't actually in that universe because there are these very, very like key differences between them, but it's like, it all kind of looks the same. I, I wonder how like confusing that's going to be to, you know, Joe Schmo, who's picking up the new Batman game. I mean, like, Joe Schmo well, picking up the new Batman. Batman game that doesn't have Batman in the title is gonna be really disappointed when disappointed when Batman isn't even in it. Yeah. So Batman, let's just like cut the crap too on that. I think Batman's eventually gonna be a playable character. Probably, so, but it, uh, playable. You unlock him when you get through the game. This or something. this looks to me like the long rumored Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that was rumored to be in development for ages. Rock study was this. And is no longer this because you've got four characters that are very, hmm. very similar in the way they control. They each have different melee based weapons that all, you know, three out of the four are identical to Ninja Turtle weapons. It's the 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 similarities between those universes is uncanny. And I would not be surprised 
if this game comes out and then a year after launch has a TMNT expansion. Just put them in the same universe. We've yeah, had I that crossover before. Just do it. Go buck wild with it. Give us TMNT cross Gotham Knights. Well, they put them in no. Injustice. So is that the well, is that the reason why this game took for fucking ever to to get revealed? Yeah, probably was because be. it like got because it got shifted around so got much. Rebooted. I'm thinking about it. The boss that they fight uh, in the basically gameplay footage that was shown was Mister Freeze, who's kind of like a Krang-ish villain, right? And that he's this man who's inside of this like bodysuit that basically allows him to live in everyone else's environment. That's a stretch. Mm-hmm. I, it is, but it is. I, I do. I think that there's some credibility to the idea that this was, this was originally a TMNT game. They're also putting no, Court of Owls in it, which is cool. There was a what? lot of rumors about that, so it's very, very possible. What are the chances this is a Avengers-like game, games as a service co-op experience? Did well, they, they haven't dispelled. Yeah, no, they said that. it is a single-player experience with two-player co-op, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Just two I do like player co-op, yeah. but four characters. Two player co-op, that... but four characters. So it is more of a linear, like yeah. stick to your gun, whatever it is, experience. Okay. Yeah. My I'm my next question is who's story. who's playing this with me? I'm in. I'll play, I'll play it. I'll play I'm it. Getting, I'm getting it. I I, yeah. I fucking love that there's gonna be a a Gotham game where I'm gonna be able to play as Red Hood because Red Hood is the fucking God damn it! Why did you have to take Red Hood? I want or the worst. I I played. I called it first. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum and what I love so much about that game was uh, its Metroidvania like elements yeah. and you know if, if this game doesn't really scratch that inch I don't know that I'm going to be so in actually it. funny yeah, so I feel like... funny anecdote of I saw the trailer and that they were going to include Court of Owls I'm like oh I should give that a read I've never actually read that that run of, of Batman and I downloaded it and instead read uh, volume one of Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run which is really really good can I just quickly talk about the Court of Owls for just a second yeah go for it so, like, my understanding is that the Court of Owls story deals heavily with Batman's own past and the relationship between him and his parents and the city of Gotham. How is that storyline going to work without Batman being there? It's going to be interesting. Uh, because they killed him or they have him and he's a Talon. Do, is it? No. I can't remember from the trailer. Do we know? Does, like, does does the world know who Batman is in this? No, we don't know that. I don't because believe so. We just know that okay. he sends this Bec- message to the fo- to the Bat family of basically to, you need yeah. to pick up the ma- the mantle now that I'm gone. Well, yeah. there was a news report that says Bruce Wayne's dead. It didn't say Batman. Yeah, was dead. they yeah, yeah because like again, this is where like the comparisons to Arkham Knight are gonna come from because it's like it has the news report and the mansion explodes and like it, he sends well, out the this video to to all of the Bat family. It's like yeah, so it's so Bat- similar. I I just I don't exactly I, th- I think we've we've determined already that he's not dead but i think that the twist yeah. is going to be uh maybe he did it he he left on purpose uh in, in he's going to spin it in such a way that he had to become the villain so that the 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 gotham knights could become the hero or he had to go yeah. into hiding something. because of something related to the court of owls like they were hunting him and if they thought he was dead Maybe yeah. they would go back into hiding or something and leave the family alone, or who knows? We're speculating. The game will come out yeah, next year, hopefully, and be awesome. We'll yeah, have more there's, information. There's a million about ways it. this could go. Also, I'd like to put dibs on Tim Drake. Yeah, it's all yours because Tim Drake is the freaking best. Character I'm, I'm in the maining universe. Batgirl I'm and s- Red Hood, so puny Robin's all yours. Yeah, 
I'm so, so happy that Damian Wayne is not going to be in this game because fuck Damian. Wayne. I mean, I love Damian Wayne, I, in the, but I'd rather have I Tim. like Damian Wayne in like the animated Batman. Like honestly, the animated DC universe is so good. If y'all haven't watched some of those movies, they're like Son of Batman and um, Teen Titans versus that's the Justice thing, League. Batman. Like that yeah. stuff's real good. Um, Speaking okay, of Justice so let's, League, let yeah, let's segue off um, uh, the Batman and. We'll go right to Suicide Squad kills Justice League. We don't have as much information, obviously, um, about this one. Um, but I think it was really interesting. This was probably my bigger reveal over over Gotham Knights, honestly, because I loved the way the characters were playing off each other. And I was kind of getting a Borderlands feel from it with the four different characters and like Sunset yeah. Overdrive. You know what? You know you're gonna hate what yeah, I Sunset say. Overdrive meets Borderlands meets Fortnite. Yeah. Um, like this is another one of those. Hey, Fortnite's really popular, so let's rip off their style. I, I would say yeah. Death's uh, Deadshot kind of looks like he falls into that a little bit more. The other characters not as much, I'm, but Deadshot. I'm hoping for maybe sure. there just wasn't as much polish on Deadshot, and we'll get more as we get closer to launch. But honestly, this was enough for me yeah. to say, okay, go work. Don't show me it again until 2022. The, yeah, the tone. The tone is good for sure. It it feels like it really encapsulates the Suicide Squad. My it seems like there's going to be four characters. If you're making, this is the biggest problem I had with the suicide squad movie. Like the one from 2016 is if you're making a suicide squad property, you need to kill people. And the fact that it seems like these are going to be the four characters you play as no one's fucking dying. That's just a little, that's just a little gripe that I have with it. Uh, si- so si- sidebar. We'll see other. Can I sidebar for a second? Yeah, sidebar. How awesome are those character designs for James Gunn's The Suicide Squad? Dude, I'm, I'm so, so happy. I'm so excited. Nathan Fillion uh, is going to so die I'm... so early, and it's going to be great. Oh, yeah. The, so that's what I was going to say. The new Suicide Squad movie with the huge cast they announced, half of them are going to be dead. 100%. By, by the time, the, at least half. The tagline um, is, don't get attached. Like, I love that. Yeah, so, no, I'm, I'm super looking forward to that. Also, yeah. I think it's great that we're getting the polka dot man on screen. Nothing can and make King me happier. Shark. I'm King so happy. This King Shark is just—he's thriving because yeah. he's in this game. He's going to be in the movie. I need to. I still. Need to watch. I think they missed an opportunity to make to yeah. make uh, Ron Funches vote. I still need to watch. Voice, uh, I was King say, Shark. Harley Quinn is one thing that is sitting there. There's no easy way to stream it other than spending forty dollars to buy it on iTunes, which I'm on the cusp of doing because I really want to watch that animated Harley Quinn show. To get back to the Justice League, uh, why do I keep starting it out by saying because Justice you want League? it to no, be a Justice Suicide League Squad game. kills the Justice League? I mean, I can I can just call it the Justice League because the developers are coward too cowardly to make Superman a hero and make you play as him. Cause no, he's too because powerful. it would have ended up being Superman sixty four, where Superman can't die, so you have to save the city. Honestly, I, I yeah. like this. So they did it in Injustice. They could have found a way. All right, guys, let's. <laughs> Yeah. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. There, I said it. You I did got it. it right. Nailed Sweet. it. Sweet. Okay. Now, yeah. I actually had an idea as we were talking earlier. You were complaining, Alex, about how, like, you know, one of the things about the Suicide Squad is that people always have to die. And, like, how is that going to work in this style of game? Yes. What if they, like, so, like, for example, it'll be like Destiny where you can go on various missions. And, all right, we're doing the hunt down and kill the Superman mission. And when any of your characters die, they, like, all the other companions really like audibly comment on the situation like oh shit king shark just died like what if they really like incorporate the like play-by-play narrative of what's happening on in the game of each of your characters being deceased as it kind of happens i guess but with the whole nature of it being games as a service 
all, any of that like oh this, oh king shark's dead or harley quinn just died it's like it's gonna immediately just kind of go back on it because it is a games of service and all these characters do have to persist i mean i feel like alive they can they can make like a funny joke about how like the in the dc universe like death is such a revolving door of characters yeah. just die and get brought back all the time i feel like there's a a fun narrative thing that they can do there imo yeah yeah okay i i hope so oh uh, mitch you got your i got hand my up hand up it's like we're back in grade school i got two things to say one okay we don't know mm-hmm. this is games as a service yeah, I was going to say we know, we, we know we literally know nothing that. about this game. People are assuming it's a games as a service model until they tell us that. I'm just moving forward, assuming that we don't know. Two, why do people talk about games as a service like it's a bad thing? Because it is. Why? Because it's very. Because it's a very saturated. I don't, I don't want this game to be a games game, as a service. A game as a service just means it is a game that is going to regularly deliver you new content. That's all it is. These. That's all okay. it is anymore. And almost every game does that. Yet we put games as a service. As a negative label on stuff, I, I don't get it. I think the issue with this one, right, is that people don't want this game to be Destiny. They want this game yeah. to be a third-person cooperative, like, action game that, like, you're totally right. Like, if it gets new content, like, new missions on a continuous basis, great. But people don't want this to be DC's uh, answer to Destiny. Or Avengers. Like, it's just... Or, the the division two for or example anthem. but like which is like yeah. it, like the biggest thing is that games as a service like in that that style of game of destiny division anthem avengers um like it's just a very oversaturated market and these games are designed to make it so that you have to basically treat them as a full-time fucking job and you have to continuously come back and play it more and more and more otherwise you're going to fall behind in those specific ones and yeah. That's not what I want out of a new Rocksteady game. Batman Arkham. That, that's. Sorry, go ahead, AJ. Well, it, it no that that sort of thing is like exactly why I keep falling like like getting inspired to go back and play GTA Five and then falling out of it because that I just feel so far behind because it's been so long, right? And like something like Destiny Two, like uh, when it you can laugh at me all you want when it came out on stadia i kind of got back into it a little bit after i transferred my character over yeah but i i still felt so far behind i didn't stick with it right and there yeah if you don't stick with it from day one and they you know i'm not saying it can never happen but they have not found a way to for me personally keep me engaged throughout that whole time and just ignore every other game that comes out to favor this one in a, in a way that makes me feel good about spending my time there. So, mm-hmm. or even spending my extra money because I'm still playing. So, I, the game. I came to the Division 2 very late. I played it this year. And even coming to it as late as I did, I still had a good time jumping into it with a new party. So, yes, it, it is difficult to say, okay, we've got this group of people. Are we all going to be around the same level? Blah, blah, blah. And that sort of thing I understand. Like, auto leveling something like they do in Borderlands is great. And that should be ubiquitous across the industry that's something that needs to change i agree with that 100 percent. but at the same time batman arkham city is one of my favorite games of all time and if you had told me when i played that in 2010 someone can fact check me 2009 2010 ish 2011 around there if you had told me yeah in like 10 years you're going to get a new game from the same developer that is going to constantly give you new stuff to do i would have just said freeze me now Hopefully I wake up in time for that game and play the crap out of that game and not be like Cartman and be thrown 
300 years into the but, future past the launch of the Wii. But you also now have the perspective of what those types of games entail because we've gotten so many of them. And would your, would your, like, would, I mean, obviously you're going to, like, I'm going to play this game when it comes out and you're going to play, you know, you're probably going to play it. You're going to be playing Avengers. Oh, yeah. But, like, if, you, if you had the option of like if like with the hindsight of knowing what a games of service is, would you actually want that to be the next Rocksteady game? Why not? Instead of just getting a, I just I just I, I guess you if know, we if we get the I same like we're earlier the same quality or caliber of experience that we got out of a single player Batman game as a cooperative Ark or Arkham Universe game, whatever you want to call it and be continually delivering new content or characters or stories or whatever. Like, that's why I'm so excited for Avengers. It's a world I want to live in. These other games as a service haven't given me a reason to want to live in those worlds, like Division, Destiny. Those aren't things I can get I, into. But you give me Avengers, I'm 100% in. You give me DC, I'm yeah, 100% that, so, in. So that being said, the only thing, in my opinion, having played the beta now... Uh, that the Avengers game really has going for it to make it stand out is the fact that it's Avengers. If if that game was completely separated from the Avengers and like was not a Marvel property, was an original title or something like that, I don't see any possible way where it would be inspiring yeah, to play. No, I agree yeah. with you there. If they had branded Anthem as Mass Effect Anthem and found some way yeah. to put it in that universe, Maybe you would have had more people excited about playing that game. The same way we have right now with Avengers, and the same way, presumably, if this does end up being a games-as-a-service, which I hate that genre, because it's not a genre, it's just a delivery mechanism, but if Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, is that style of game? People are going to be more invested because they have a vested interest in that character, in those characters, and in those worlds. All right, we've been talking about uh, games service and suicide squad kills the justice league for a while um i think we can put a pin in this till we get a little more news and hopefully they'll wait a little while and let this cook a little longer before they're ready to give us the next uh taste of it but i'm really excited i think they've got the voice of the characters which makes me the happiest i love dc characters um and i just want to see them represented properly so that's good um any other things on dc fandom you guys want to talk about i'm super excited about the snyder cut it's in four by three it's four hours of the snyder cut the aspect it, ratio what? of the trailer. The trailer was. No, but apparently, like, in the back end of whatever, like, on YouTube and everything, like, everything is saying it's in 4x3, and I don't... If that carries over to the actual movie, that would be hilarious. No. Not no, bad. I can't see that happening. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, I think this is going to be great. Um, four hours of Justice League, exactly what I want. It's going to put it up against Endgame, probably. We'll, uh, we'll have to so. wait and see if we even get it in Canada. Yeah, well, if we don't, I'm going to find some other way to watch it. So, <laughs> anyway, um, anyways, uh, just quickly because we're running low and I've cut a, a few news stories there. Uh, we did want to mention, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, Geralt? 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 Geralt. Geralt. I never played The Witcher 3. I downloaded it for free when they were given away. It's great. Energy. You should play you it. Watch it on Netflix. Um, the Netflix it, show is actually really good. Okay. It is. Um, but Henry Cavill's suiting up for uh, The Witcher Season 2. I think the most important part, uh, as AJ picked up when we were looking at the photo of him getting ready, is that he's using a Pixel 4 XL. Uh, yep. So he's on the right side of history with phones. Yeah, I think as uh, the Microsoft with. and uh, Apple the debate uh, rages on, the, they are on the correct side of history. So, Yep. 
he can play all the great streaming services. Um, so not much else to mention there. Just want to say he's uh, using a Pixel Four and he's made a right, to, a good decision with his life. So um, very excited for Witcher season two. Yeah. Yes. Me too. Um, all right. And then uh, raining deals. They announced the PS Plus games for September. Um, very. Um, I almost want to say uh, odd choice. Not odd, but uh, we're getting PUBG. Uh, PUBG, uh, another online game, which is what we saw with. Um, Fall Guys last month and Street Fighter Five, which I think is vanilla Street Fighter Five, not the Championship Edition. Yeah, it's vanilla. Yeah, that's kind of. It feels a little lackluster. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not probably like I. If you haven't bought Pub PUBG yet, I don't know what's gonna make you wanna like. I'll obviously add it to the library, but I don't know what's gonna make me wanna play it all of a sudden now. Um, and Street Fighter Five, I think it's a great game. It's just like five years too late, and they've had it for sale for like ten bucks regularly. Uh, for the vanilla edition i would rather see even though i paid for it earlier in the year the championship edition and get ready for season five characters so but yeah so that's uh what we got going on there so now we're gonna jump right into our bracket blitz um so this is something that we haven't done in a little while we did it uh for the worst was it most annoying it was the worst worst video most annoying yeah the worst video game npcs so Mitch put this bracket together a little while ago, and we tweaked it earlier today. Um, but we're going to be doing best video game sequels. So we're only looking at second entries of series. So not any of the ones that followed after that. There's there's a couple so, of uh, exceptions to that where it was like the sequel to the reboot or something like that. But second game in a series. Yeah, The tournament has officially begun. So I'm hosting this, so you guys are going to be going back and forth. Uh, I think what we did last time was if somebody felt really passionate about one or the other games and we let them talk back and forth about where it was and then we went through and did the voting for everybody. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. It was like okay. three months so ago. So let's do that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. Um, so the first seed, we've got The Last of Us Part 2 versus Titanfall 2. Do we have champions Ooh. for either? This is hard This is me. a. T- it's a toughie. No, it's not. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll start it out really quick uh, with a probably controversial opinion. Uh, in terms of direct sequel to their predecessor, um, I'm looking at like an improvement over the previous game. And I think that being said, Titanfall 2 is the better sequel to Titanfall 1 I than The Last of Us Part 2 is a better sequel to The Last of Us Part 1. Fully agree. The Last of Us Part 2, in my mind, is a masterpiece that even after completing The Last of Us Part Two and like really, really digging it and like thinking about it, I still think about it to this day. And it I I, I let it like I let it marinate. Titanfall two is an objectively better sequel in the sense that Titanfall two needed to get made, where I still don't think The Last of Us Part Two needed to exist. I'm glad that it does, but it didn't need to. Where Titanfall two took every took the framework of what Titanfall was, which was a very good first person shooter, but was missing a lot of content, a lot of features, just a single player campaign, and it did everything that the first game did, but did it way better. And it is a fantastic sequel that everyone needs to play. You know what other game is arguably better uh, in every way than its predecessor? Not by not in story. Yes, it is okay. Depending on who you talk to, they might say that The Last of Us Part 2 pales in comparison to The Last of Us Part 1. 
But objectively, if you look at this, just at, like it takes a a very oh, good. Oh, we're bringing objectively. Okay. If if you take you take a very very a, you take a masterpiece story in what we got in the Last of Us Part One, and you only you you take everything that worked there, and you you use these seeds that are planted, and like we all went through, we all felt like there's there was just. It was overwhelming to go through that experience in part two and just knowing where these characters came from in part one. And you didn't have that for Titanfall 2 because there were no characters in Titanfall 1 because there wasn't even a goddamn single player. So, of course, yeah, the second one... That makes, Titanfall, okay. that makes Titanfall 2 a better sequel. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Okay, of course you could... It you elevates could look everything at it, it did. And just say one had a mode and then the sequel had a better... It had a single player. But it was also... It's also one of the best first-person shooter campaigns in any game, yes. and Titanfall to, Two is you incredible. Have to, you have to say precursors in front of it of saying I said one of. I didn't yeah, say the best. But you have to Titanfall Two is a fantastic okay. single player. Okay. I will yeah, fucking you fight you, cozy. Okay, <laughs> cozy. You you want to say something? Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm really conflicted on this because on one hand, I had a lot of fun with Titanfall Two. Uh, I thought getting the last trophy for completing the gauntlet in that record amount of time was a really grueling but satisfying challenge overall though as much as i enjoyed each individual level in titanfall 2 i was left really wanting from that experience for me i think what i really felt titanfall 2 was lacking in was really great characters i wanted it to be so that cooper the pilot you know feels like he basically is not up to the role of pilot that he's just been handed at the game and the entire time he feels down about himself and he has to kind of work up his confidence as he goes on all these adventures with bt i wanted bt conversely to be a lot more antagonistic towards cooper i wanted him to really look down to cooper not think that he's ready for the role that he's been handed to and also to really mourn the loss of his original pilot instead pretty much from day one both characters are really really chummy with each other and I thought that it was really unfortunate that that was the case because I felt like the experience as a whole is just really lacking in emotional stakes as a result. Now, here's the thing though, Titanfall 2, also a really, really short campaign in a really, really good way. One of the things that we talked about a lot when we did the review for The Last of Us Part 2 is how, you know, quite drawn out that experience is last is part two way better characters i'd say way way stronger story despite some little issues here and there but way more drawn out and so those two kind of conflicting issues that i have with these two games are just pulling and tugging at each other and i don't know which side i want to go on okay yeah. well we're gonna vote can i just say one more right thing now can i say so, one more thing I just yeah. want to, alex you had mm -hmm. to say it was one of the best first person shooter campaigns you've ever played because that's the genre that yes, it is and in. the last of us part two is by and large one of the best video game narratives ever put on screen you don't have to put any conditions okay. in front of it the way that you do for titanfall 2 and but as okay, a but, sequel but compared not, to its original yeah titanfall yeah, so, 2 is no, yeah okay we're, we're talking about okay, we're talking about let's go no, no, better let's compare, sequel. You compare the last of us to the last of us part two and you're taking what is a masterpiece and still are able to escalate from what that was which is way harder than going from nothing to something all right i'm done i mean it didn't go from it didn't go okay. single player wise okay, it went from zero to good no That's no it had a single player story mode that was multiplayer also so it doesn't count regardless. okay well let's go around and vote and yeah. we'll we'll go from uh, we'll go from there. 
So, I guess. Alex? I vote Titanfall. Cozy. I'm going to have to vote for The Last of Us Part 2. Mitch. As much as I. The Last of Us Part 2. AJ. Titanfall 2. So, this has created a tie situation, which means that I need to break the vote. This is correct. That is correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, So, I haven't played either of these games. Uh, Ooh. So, uh, based on, I think, what is a better sequel, which is, I think we're talking the best video game sequel, uh, Titanfall 2 made a lot of important games over the initial one. And I'm going to put Titanfall 2 through. (laughs) Hell yeah! (laughs) I refuse to do that. I love it. We're we're starting off spicy. I refuse (laughs) to put that through. I, I... I'm surprised, but I'm not sad. No, Titan, I'll put it that way. I, I've heard both like great things about both games. Um, and look, I think Titanfall Two uh, does add a single story campaign, which wasn't in the initial, and that's a huge improvement over it. And when I'm going to be looking at Breaking Ties specifically, it's what did the second one do over the predecessor that was different, that separated, it, or was an extension of what it already did. And I think that's an important thing to talk but you about. You can here. say that about e- almost so, every system in The Last of Us Part Two has improved over the first one. If you go back and play the first one, it feels like a janky piece of garbage compared to the second one. I hate this. Yes. Are you sure? Mm. All right, let's I move on this. to the next one. Okay. So, Titanfall 2 wins. Uh, so we're going to jump on to the next one here. Borderlands 2 versus Mega Man 2. So we've got a, a, little, a game that's a little more retro and a game that's a little bit newer. I have so. fond memories about these games. I've never beaten Mega Man 2, though. I I didn't play much of Borderlands 1, and I tried jumping in uh, with some friends into Borderlands 2, and it didn't grab me. Um, I feel like just the, the, cl- the, the, the historical strength of Mega Man 2... Uh, I I haven't played a Mega Man game myself other than, you know, fiddling around with it or whatever, like on Virtual Console or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I think as a sequel to the original game, I've personally voted for uh, Mega Man 2. That's just me. I think, I don't know if Borderlands 2 is as appealing as the first one is, even though it does improve on the original. Okay. Mitch, Alex? So, I've not played Mega Man 2. Surprise, surprise. So, Mm -hmm. my very, very surface level comparison is I googled Mega Man 2, and then I googled Mega Man, and they look very, very identical, so I can't just see the the direct differences in the games and with that i would probably choose borderlands 2 but it was only just because i just am so unfamiliar with mega man as a franchise can can i stump for mega man for a second not uh, like as an opinion just to give a little bit of history on it but yeah the first I, I, and the second yeah um, that would actually be very nice Yes. Uh, so Mega Man 2 is actually the first game I played on the NES at a friend's house. Um, the original Mega Man was only five bosses, um, and it didn't quite have the systems worked out the way that Mega Man 2 refined it. Um, Mega Man 2 really is like 
the starting point of what the blueprint for every other Mega Man game was up till the end of six. And really, like, okay. even when you get into the X games, kind of followed that same blueprint. And, it, like, when you talk about what, like, evolution of one game for another, there was never more evolution between the first and the second. Okay. Um, then the other games, all the other games iterated, and there were good iterations on the games and the systems, but you, you never saw that as much. But that being said, um, I hate Borderlands. I don't hate Borderlands when I did not like Borderlands one. I did not finish it. I fell in love with Borderlands two because the fixes they made to that game. So they're they're both great games. Sorry, I don't yeah. know if that helps, you, Alex. I, I think it actually does. I think in that instance, I think I would lean more towards Mega Man just in the influential nature it had on the rest of the the franchise, where Borderlands was still Borderlands, like, after 2 came out. Like, it did, like, kind of bring the personality of Borderlands to the forefront, but, like, the game was still very... They were still very, very similar in that sense, and I, I don't know how much of an influence... It had, especially with Mega Man being like a longer running series where there was more games where we only just got Borderlands 3 last year. So I think I would vote for Mega Man in this instance. Okay. Mitch? I hate this. <laughs> He's already salty. <laughs> <laughs> Cozy, do you have any opinions? I'm ultimately going to vote for Borderlands 2 just because I got to play through it in its entirety. And I what i appreciate about borderlands 2 is it's what i wish more games as a service games mm -hmm. were like where it is this largely feature complete experience that you know saw many many updates and improvements to it over the years but still you know was able to kind of like function as its own unit by itself so yeah you know i i think this this is an age thing i think that if we were a little bit older we would all so be voting for what, what, Man what is games as, I think sorry that, what is games as a service to everybody because Borderlands 2 was just an experience that came out uh, here with we DLC. Go. Is any game with DLC now a games as a service? Like, what? where is that line drawn? I mean, I think that Borderlands 2 is a proto-games as a service. Does that make sense? No, but it's okay. We can move on. <laughs> I, I think there's elements in it, but I don't think it hits full games as no, service. No, it, it's not quite there. Yeah. Because Borderlands 3 really didn't do anything different. Like, it's the same formula for Borderlands 3. Um, and, the and they didn't really touch games of service stuff at all. Yeah, and the pre-sequel. Um, but I do appreciate that Borderlands 2 had that free piece of DLC to lead into 3. Um, oh, yeah. Out of nowhere. So, um, anyways, let's let's go through and vote. Mitch, you've got nothing to say on this? You're still burnt out? Borderlands 2. Sorry? Borderlands 2. Borderlands. Uh, AJ? Uh, I'm going to go with Mega Man. Uh, cozy? Cozy? borderlands 2 and alex oh i mean i i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the one that i've played i'll do borderlands 2 all right borderlands right. 2 is moving through like i just i just i feel like it would be not fair if i did like the one that i haven't played okay that's fair <laughs> yeah um, i i put it in there because and i made sure we added it uh it was added into the list earlier because i do think it's an important game but regardless all these are great games and some of these are yeah. going to lose out mm. early and some of these are going to go right to the end and we just have to be happy about that they all made the list right mm -hmm. um okay so next seed we've got our batman arkham city and Left 4 Dead 2. I'm going to let Mitch uh, stump for Batman Arkham City as he talked about earlier how much he loved that game. It tells one of the best Batman stories we've ever had. It doesn't matter the medium you look at. Film, TV, games, comics. This is one of the best Batman stories we've gotten. 
the the exchanges between Batman and and Joker played wonderfully by uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill is just it's some of the best voice acting we've gotten in video games in a very very long time uh, I don't know if it'll ever be beat to be honest it it just it does so much to improve upon the formula from Arkham Asylum of okay we've got you in this Sam's this sandbox sort of Metroidvania style of get something go back we we get an open world here we get open open city Gotham it's awesome the traversal is super great the combat is as tight as it was in the first one if not improved the gadgets make you feel like batman everything here makes you feel like batman it's batman what more do you want okay uh that's good um what about left for dead anybody got or left for dead 2 anybody got some experience with that that they want to i love left for dead 2 i love Mm -hmm. left for dead 2 with all my heart It's, it's some of the most fun i've ever had in an experience it's not a huge substantial upgrade from left for dead and that is why i cannot vote for it for as much as i love it i don't think it is that like no it's more of a left for dead 1.5 yeah it feels more like an expansion to the first one where arkham city feels like a true sequel yeah so as much as i love it i can't vote for it okay uh i think we uh, cozy do you have any thoughts on it no, I've played both these games in a limited capacity, and I think I'm with Alex, where I think I have to give tip my hat towards Arkham City just because it really felt like a substantial sequel. But what I played of Left 4 Dead 2 was fun. Okay, I don't think we need to vote here. I think yeah. everybody's made their Arkham City everything pretty clear, so let's just move Batman Arkham City through to the next round. Yeah, I think it's unanimous. Okay, that's good. I like unanimous one. Um, okay. Half-Life 2 versus South Park The Fractured Butthole. Half-Life 2. No. No. Yeah, Half-Life 2. Yeah, no, it's Half-Life not. 2. Because like, the same come argument on. you made Are for you Titanfall serious? 2 is the same argument that can be made here for South Park The Fractured Butthole. It took what was... But you could also make that same no, argument but... for the first Half-Life as well. How, how much Half-Life do you 2? change in the formula of what is a first-person narrative-driven experience from one first-person game to another first-person game? The story was there, sure, but it's the same game. It's more or less the same gameplay. Whereas this is coming from somebody who's not no, playing Half Life. Are you talking about Half Life Two? Half Life Two. I've played Half Life Two Episode One, and I've played Half Life Two Episode Two. Have you played Half Life One? I've played Half Life Two. I've played, played Half Life Two Episode One and Half Life Two Episode Two. Have you played Half Life One? He I've was asking. Half Life Two. I've played Half Life Two Episode One. I've played Half Life Two Episode Two. All right. So Listen, hold on, Mitch. Totally hold on. Can I go on a soapbox for a quick? Yeah, go for it. I want to go on a soapbox. At the very beginning of this year, I've talked about this in the past. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play through the entirety of the yes. Half-Life series. Every single game, every single canonical expansion. I played through the entirety of Half-Life 1. I played through the entirety of the two like weird like semi-canonical non-canonical spin-offs whose names I don't remember at the moment. Somebody in the yeah. chat who's like a super nerd will remind me. Those games had their place in time, but it, it the quant the leap between Half Life One and Half Life Two is quantum. They are and the same. Can be said about the you two cannot, South Park games. It still uh, looks and feels and plays exactly like South. Park. No, it doesn't. It's a totally yeah, they different. Changed formula. The, they changed the combat yeah. system, but like it totally different. But that's not that's not as a huge substantial. Just like. Just think about the how Half-Life 2 changed video games 
It's yeah, so did like Half Life Two is this substantial South Park. You South Park. They 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 had the basis the 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 surrounding structure of South Park, and then they they just carefully took the combat out and replaced it with a different combat yeah. system. One of the one of the things that uh, I can't remember if it was Trey Parker or if it was Matt Stone said like after they finished Stick of Truth, what they said the reason why they made a sequel to it was because they learned how to make video games yeah. because like they were they were learning through Stick of Truth and. Then Fractured Butthole came out because they were like, we want to try yeah, this and again. they made a much better video it, it, game the second time around. It is, is it an unpopular opinion if I said that I don't think, as somebody who platinum the Fractured Butthole is not as good as the Stick of Truth? Nathan, don't say that. I need that as part of my argument. <laughs> I, I, I get the sense that in general, most people thought that the Fractured Butthole wasn't, it didn't live up to the lofty heights set by its predecessor. Not to say that Fractured Butthole was a bad game. Yeah. We know where this is going. Oh, yeah. No, I know. Okay. Let's vote. Uh, it's Half-Life. Alex, Cozy? Uh, Half-Life 2. AJ? Half-Life 2. Mitch? South Park. All right. Well, <laughs> Half-Life 2 is moving on to the next round. <laughs> um, okay. So we've got that. So let's. This will be an interesting one. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about Mass Effect Two versus Watch Dogs Two. Oh, it's mm. Mass Effect Two. No. Come on, now. like, come on. Yeah, it's Mass Effect no, Two. That's my. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is. It's Mass Effect One is not a good game. Mass Effect Two is a fantastic. You literally game. could just yeah. say Watch Dogs and Watch Dogs Two in there, and you'd be making the same argument. But Watch Dogs is fine. No, it's not. Watch Dogs. Yeah, is like not the a good first game, game is no, fine. Not. Two what? is great from what I played of it. I haven't what? played it. I haven't played much of it, but like it was, it was great. Mass Effect Two is like it fucking launched Bioware to like this next. I mean, like they were already super high, but Mass Effect Two was yeah. I feel like their peak of just like what Bioware could do as a studio. And then it's only gotten worse from there. Whereas we've so seen awesome. UB Toronto just continue that upwards trajectory, at least with what we've seen thus far of Watch Dogs Legion. I mean, they've been becoming notorious in more ways. I mean, than you can one. say the same of Bioware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. not in that uh, way, at least. Uh, in yeah. war, in war they just make shit ways. games now. But yeah, not those ways. All right. So, okay, I just, I just, I, let's put it oh, to okay. a vote. It's Mass Effect. Uh, Cozy. Mass Effect. AJ. Mass Effect. Watch Dogs. Okay. For the record, I think uh, Watch Dogs 2 is a phenomenal sequel, and I think it's better yeah, I, in I, every I think way they than made the first one. A bad game, good. And Mass Effect just made a good yeah. game better. So it's not often I hear it's not often I hear Alex called the original Mass Effect a bad game, and it's that's not often an argument I hear. I love I love the first Mass Effect. It's not a good game to play. Okay. No. It's a great story to experience. It's not a fun, not fun to play. Okay, uh, we'll move on to the next seed to keep this going. Uncharted Two: Among Thieves and Fable Uncharted Two. Uncharted Two. Ooh. Yeah, Un I think it's got to be yeah. Uncharted Two. Uncharted yeah, Two. Yeah, but I, I, I will admit I have not played Fable Two, so I can't like comment on Fable Two personally. I, but. I think Fable Two was way overhyped at the time it came out, and in comparison to Fable One. I think at the time people loved it because there was not much else like it. But if you look at the two games side by side, um, Uncharted 
Uncharted 2 uh, greatly improves in, in a very Mass Effect 2-like way uh, the, ex- the overall experience of the Uncharted series where um, uh, uh, Fable 2 is... It, it expands on it, but then it was kind of held back by that Peter Molyneux uh, over hype over over promise yeah yeah okay uh so sorry did everybody feel like uncharted 2 should be the one going through yeah it was unanimous Mm -hmm. okay yeah i see mitch has already even marked it over perfect before we even got a chance to get there (laughs) i i could see Um, where it was okay so (laughs) um okay so interesting one yeah this is gonna be interesting uh metroid prime 2 echoes versus red dead redemption 2 I enjoyed Metroid Prime 2 Echoes greatly back when I played it, but I mean, it's it's difficult for me to vote it over and experience the likes of Red Dead Redemption 2, which is, you know, features like such a profound leap forward in terms of voice acting, performance, detail, etc, etc, etc. My biggest question as somebody very unfamiliar with Metroid Prime, like the mm. entire franchise, is like, what did 2 do different than the first one was there anything that like was this big sequel like this is this deserves to have a two at the end of it i mean there were a few items that were introduced in metro prime 2 that did did not exist in one that did substantially change the way that you explored certain areas like for example uh they introduced the spider ball which is this uh, item that basically allows you in morph ball form to like stick to walls and whatnot um the thing about metric prime 2 though is that basically the narrative of its, of its game boiled a lot of zelda e elements there's like a light world and a dark world that you travel back and forth between you have like light beams and dark beams there's like three different MacGuffins that you have to collect from throughout the map it, it was a sequel that didn't change too much about what it, what its predecessor had done mechanically and everything new that it brought to the table was stuff that fans could point to as having already been done in other Nintendo franchises. Okay. Yeah, I I think Red Dead Redemption 2 uh for me for me personally um especially like when you're comparing it to what is the better sequel to its original game of uh, Red Dead Redemption 1 yes it it was met with a lot of criticism and a lot of uh, the criticism of they did wait too much with it um, me personally that's that's right up my alley and, and definitely my jam um, like complete and total freedom over its predecessor where Metroid Prime 2 Echoes uh, as you just described, Cozy, it seems like it was a bit of a an incremental step in yeah. terms of adding that that layers. Like more powers is good, but you know, uh, it it felt like a little bit more where Red Dead was a lot more for for better or worse. You know where my allegiances lie, so I'm not gonna be arguing until I have to for this. Okay, it's probably good we save some of the argument for a little later, anyways. Oh, yeah, we're going to need it. Yeah, uh, Mitch, I can't vote for a game I haven't played. Okay, so let's uh, vote right now. Uh, Alex. Red Dead. Cozy. Red Dead 2. AJ. Red Dead. Mitch. Metroid. 
What? Metroid Prime Tremacos. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So Red Dead 2 is going through. Um, okay. Now we're going to have the Battle of the GOW2s. God this of War 2 versus Gears of War 2. that interesting. Because Gears is a better game. So the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think. I think I will agree. Story, I think yours story, too. Story wise, okay. story wise, it de- I think we have a delivers on like it. It steps it up from what the first game did. Uh, having yeah. the story of Marcus and Dom going into the Locust Horde and everything that happens there. I'm not going to spoil anything. Has one of the with, most emotional with his wife moments yeah, I've okay. had in a game. It's 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 yeah. super special for a wow. game about for a game about dude bros. It has some really emotional yeah. moments in it. Probably the emotional, like the highest emotionally I've felt playing any game in this series. I think I can agree Man, with that. Man, I, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have our next big contentious vote of this game of bracket plates. Now, here's the thing. I haven't played Gears of War 2, so you can criticize me Play for that. Play it, it's phenomenal. But God of War 2, talk about one hell of a sequel to the original yeah. God of War. God of War 1, you know, great, solid little action game. God of War 2 is just like, all right, let's put that on steroids. Oh, wait a minute. You're saying that we don't have to go on the PlayStation 3? You're saying we can stay on the PlayStation 2 and we can make the best goddamn use of the PlayStation 2's hardware that anyone has ever conceived? Let's do it. Let's have Kratos fighting a giant-ass armored statue within the first level. Let's have him go on a chariot that then is pulled onto this gigantic island. Let's have him fight the barbarian king that you briefly saw in the cutscene of the first game who's come back as like an undead warrior and basically obtain this hammer that allows him to summon souls to this game talk about a sequel man talk about a sequel yeah but how many of those encounters are just you know quick time events and not something you actually play through and experience like you have to in gears with everything they changed mechanically in that game to add to a great they, online multiplayer. Okay, so here's the thing, though, Mitch. You you played God, but Mitch, you played God of War Two. I played II. both you of these this. games. I think Gears of War yeah. Two is a better here's, game and a better sequel I've, compared to the first. I have only played I have only played Gears of War Two. I have not played any of the God of Wars, and to me, God of uh, sorry, Gears of War Two was just more Gears. But um, I here here's the thing. Gears, I mean, you could say that about God of War you too. You can say that well. about almost God of War anything in this just bracket. More God of War. Yeah, exactly. I, but here's the thing: I will, I will say, Gears of War two changed the industry for a little while with Horde, Horde mode. mode. After Horde mode came out, every single game was having their own. Call of Duty, Halo, fucking. Um, they just didn't. They other just ones that I can't think of. Uh, oh god, what did they just announce? That's gonna have a Horde mode that I can't remember. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is gonna have a Horde mode. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like this. This is a game mode that, like, when it came out in Gears of War Two, really changed a lot of other games around it, and so it's very influential in that sense. And just it's like the Horde mode in Gears of War Two is also the best version yep. of Horde mode. Like, or how, how about this I, argument? That still holds. I just, I, I just still feel like overall, like, even though I, it's the only one I've actually played. Like, I can't, in good faith, you know, vote it as a better sequel to the original when my experience with it has just been oh this is this is this is still great it's just a little bit more it's not it's i think gears Gear, 2 refines what gears, gears of war gears 1 did. 2 made yeah. what gears 1 did better and it added a game mode to that game that changed the industry Titanfall 2 added a single player. Okay. A lot of goddamn games have single player. If The Last of Us 2 is losing, then so is goddamn God of War 2. 
Okay, so let's let's go to a vote here. Um, I have a feeling I know what's going to happen here. But uh, Alex? Gears. Cozy? God of War. Gears. Mitch? AJ? God of War. All right, so it's coming through to a tie for me. I know. Um, yeah, it's going to be. God of War 2 is going to go through. I feel like AJ just wants to watch Mitch just, like, lose his mind. You didn't expect that argument to come from me, but it's legitimate. So, okay, so let's jump it up here. Um, so let's talk about Portal 2 versus Spider-Man 2 from the PS2, to be clear. Hold on. Can I start this off by asking a really dumb there question? There are no dumb questions, yep. only dumb picks of Titanfall 2 over The Last of Us. This is an especially dumb question. Was there a Spider-Man 1 game on the PlayStation 2? I'm well aware of the Spider-Man game on the PlayStation 1. Yeah, there was a there, there was Spider-Man, was a Spider-Man yeah, like, that tied like into in the, the first to- like, yeah, yeah, based yeah. off of the Tobey Maguire. Okay. It's not good. Because, like... It's all right, because that, that's what I was going to ask about, because I feel like nobody ever talks about that game. Occasionally, you hear people mention Spider-Man 3, uh, but, yeah, Honestly, no mention ever Spider-Man, Spider-Man games 1. by Neversoft yeah, and PS1 home. were pretty good. Yeah, no, this... Because um, there was Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2 on the PS1. Um, Enter- but, yeah, no, Spider-Man Enter- 1 Electro, was... I think, was the sequel. Yeah, there's a reason you don't hear about the Spider-Man 1 for PS2 from the movie because it's not a good game so you're telling me we're talking about a bad game that they made really good in the sequel versus a game that's very similar to its predecessor like here's what i was driving at earlier my problem with spider-man 2 is that i don't look at it as a sequel i almost look at it even though it literally has two in the title i almost look at it as its standalone game and not a sequel to spider-man 1 yeah but that's kind of where I'm at with that as well. But there was a Spider-Man one game. Yeah, there were a and lot of technically and Spider-Man sad, ones. And Spider-Man two, but like was... based, but based off of the Spider-Man movie that then this game was also the sequel to that movie. But it's also a this, sequel. This to This is that without game, a doubt yeah. like, probably the best movie tie-in game we've ever gotten. <laughs> Cozy just yeah, rage quit. Like, yeah. it's the best movie tie-in game. Oh, at least he's, on gonna, this. he's probably going to go Again, get it's, a drop. It's, it's a. It's a it's a product of its time, right? So you look at the astronomical leap you took from Spider-Man to Spider-Man 2, and honestly, in terms of movie license game, it's comparable to the leap we saw from Half-Life to Half-Life 2 when it came to the way games are built. Games are still using mechanics okay. introduced in Spider-Man 2 on the PS2 to this day. All right. Um, so we've heard some pro Spider-Man. Let's talk about pro Portal 2. Portal 2 is fucking phenomenal. But it's, so is Portal it 1. It is incredible. Yeah, but I, I think Portal 2 is better. I think Portal 2, like what Titanfall did, um, though Portal 1 did have a story, it was very in the background of yeah. a lot of the environments. Yeah. And, the, the... Where in Portal 2, it's in the forefront. It is about the story and the characters, and you get more personality just overall. And I think Portal 2 is one of the best written games of all time. And it's Portal 2 for me. (laughs) While still keeping enough stuff hidden in the background for super dedicated fans who can find and peruse through and speculate. You can say the same thing about Spider Man. It had a ton of Easter eggs in it. What's one (laughs) Easter egg from Spider Man 2? I haven't played it in 15 years, but at the same time, we still talk about a game from 15 years ago that changed the way we look at licensed titles and licensed video games. So my vote's going to be Spider Man 2, even though it has aged 
like a fine cheese that has gone blue like 45 years ago. Okay. Aged like milk. So we know Mitch's vote. Uh, AJ? I'm going with Portal 2. Cozy? Portal 2. At least it's not unanimous. Alex? Portal. Sorry, did he Alex said say Portal 2? It's Portal, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, it, it blanked out. I didn't hear. Okay, so we're moving on to the next one. So we've got Assassin's Creed 2 versus Marvel versus Capcom 2. We're going to take you for a ride. So tell me, which one should be moving Marvel on? Marvel versus Capcom. Assassin's Creed 2. Assassin's Creed. One of these games is played competitively in fighting game tournaments to this day. When's the last time someone told you anything about Assassin's Creed 2? You know, well, I, fa- what Assassin's it did Creed for the franchise of Assassin's Creed and made it annualized. That's not a good thing. Uh, he, here's the thing. You know, Assassin's Creed 2 is the only two games of these games I played, so I should vote for it. But the thing is, is that while Assassin's Creed 2 was a substantial leap over Assassin's Creed 1, I feel like each like subsequent Assassin's Creed game introduced its own like set of substantial improvements and like slowly but surely kind of evolved and evolved the formula until we eventually arrived at like the Ubisoft open world climb up a tower and capture the points formula that we're at today and for that reason it's like it's kind of hard to like single out Assassin's Creed 2 as like oh this was the leap of the Assassin's Creed franchise for that reason and so i even though I don't have much interest in competitive fighting games of its nature, I kind of feel like I actually have to give the vote to Marvel vs. Capcom Can I give a not-salty okay. legitimate argument for Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Yeah, sure. So it did revolutionize... It, it took mechanics that had been, you know... Fighting game mechanics are kind of stagnant. They haven't changed a lot since, but we got modern fighting day mechanics out of this game. Like the, the tag system, the assist system... Those kind of things didn't exist before a game like this, at least to the same extent. There's a lot that Marvel vs. Capcom 2 did to change. Like, it made people want to actually own a Sega Dreamcast. Who owns a Sega Dreamcast? Nobody. But they wanted to for I, this game. Oh, wait. I owned a Dreamcast. Okay, other than Nathan. So I'm, I'm only pandering to the host now. But <laughs> at the same time, it's a game that people still want to play to this day. You look at fighting game tournaments, they're still playing this version of this game because of what it got right over its predecessor and assassins it was supposed to be featured in no no sorry yeah like you said sorry yeah it was going to be featured in evo this year for the first time in like three years and people were ecstatic that it was coming back similar you similar uh responses you get for things like uh smash brothers melee in tournaments people just go back to the formula they love the most and if you look at what marvel versus capcom did for fighting games and you look at what Assassin's Creed did of making every open world game a goddamn checklist. Which one really impacted its side of the industry better in a better way? It, it, I mean, yeah, uh, objectively, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed, you know, did have that impact on the industry, but it still made every, like, e- you can even see its roots all the way back to to the upcoming uh, Avengers uh, yep. game coming out. It, you know, that game is is a bunch of is a bunch of checklists that you have to go through, right? And you're going to yeah. love it oh, yeah. because of maybe that. maybe not because of that. The other thing you can look at this too, 
AC2 is not the pinnacle of Assassin's Creed games. There have been better games since. There have been worse games since. Marvel vs. Capcom 2 is the pinnacle of Capcom fighting games. And Capcom makes a lot of fighting games. Okay. Let's vote. We'll need to keep some stuff talking about later here. Mm-hmm. Mitch. Marvel vs. Capcom 2, baby. Gonna take it for a ride. AJ? Uh, Assassin's Creed 2. Cozy? Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Alex? Assassin's Creed. Uh, so it's coming back to me for a tie. I'm gonna go with Marvel vs. Yes! Capcom 2 for everything Mitch said because he's right. I know I am! Right all goddamn yeah. I don't I don't disagree with Mitch is so happy right now. I don't disagree Finally, with Mitch's points on that. We, I just we, we gotta give him at least like a couple wins, otherwise we might not see him next week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hurt him too bad. I'm already dead inside, uh, it's fine. Okay. So we'll talk about another f- Capcom fighting game, Street Fighter 2 versus Dragon Age 2. Dragon Age, Dragon Age 2 fucking sucks. <laughs> How long it, do we need to talk no. about this one? It feels weird to vote another like fighting game sequel uh, twice in a row, but like, yeah, Street Fighter 2 is going to win this. Okay. We're all unanimous on Street Fighter 2? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's easy. Street Fighter 2 is one of the biggest improvements. Have you guys ever actually seen Street Fighter 1? I've... So I've played it. Yeah. It's, very, it's yeah, in I, the yeah. Street Fighter 40th anniversary collection. Oh, the collection. What? It's really, really bad. Yeah. It's a side-scrolling it's very bad. There are people like you all over the world. No, it's not Th- That's the only thing I remember from Street Fighter 1 is all the like really bad yeah, voice samples. You can only play as Ryu, yeah. and you unlock Ken once you've beaten the game as Ryu, but try beating the game as Ryu. <laughs> Um, and like everything about it in Street Fighter 2 is just fix that game like and really created a genre because we wouldn't have fighting games as they stand without Street yeah. Fighter 2 anyway Street Fighter 2 let's move on so that Marvel uh, vs. Capcom 2 could run yeah um, okay so somehow we have another fighting game uh, so Injustice 2 versus Super Mario Galaxy it, 2 we, we're not arguing this right it's Mario it's Mario okay. I loved in, yeah. uh, I loved Injustice Mario. 2, but it I, doesn't do anything. Oh no, it does! It introduces a bunch game. of terrible microtransactions and monetization models. Whereas You're completely Mario right. Of Galaxy about 2 is one of the yeah. best games of all time. Yes, but it's just more Mario Galaxy. That's it. It's just more Injustice, it, though. No, it's it not. New it's, worlds. It is. It is new worlds using that same engine, and that engine fucking was. It was awesome. People are scrambling now. Because they want this game to come back as yeah. a remake. Because it was that damn good. They they pushed Mario Galaxy like on all the concepts that you could get in that to its absolute and it limit, Wii. and still was like Galaxy. Yeah. No, Galaxy Two is one is the one point no, five. Not. The soundtrack slaps. The orchestra. It's the still orchestra great. It's amazing. still amazing. It's just one point five, Mitch. It's just one point five. It's they had other ideas. They had more ideas that they didn't get to fit into the first one, and they said this is actually true. They said let's just make another one. Let's. It's the only real direct sequel next to, I guess, the Paper Mario series that is yeah. that that they've really done this for. Justice Two is a great story. Um, it has a better story. The than funny Titanfall thing about it still doesn't deserve to beat Mario Galaxy Two. Cozy. I just want to say quickly, I mean, this is almost like a non-point, but 
I'm also partially rooting for Super Mario Galaxy 2 just because it's so rare that Nintendo produces a direct sequel to like their mainline Zelda or Mario games. And so in that regard, Super Mario Galaxy 2 in this very nominal way was kind of revolutionary. I, th- I think regardless of whether or not the Wii was capable, all the levels in Mario Galaxy 2 would have served better as DLC expansions instead of a direct sequel. Nintendo doesn't do okay. DLC, so your argument is moot. Okay, no, so that... let's let's vote. Um, Alex, Mario, Cozy, Mario, AJ, Injustice. Mitch. Me, Mario. You really argue why you picked Injustice, but okay. Injustice is great, but it's not better than Galaxy Two. I do agree. Better sequel. Okay. So now we've got Halo 2 versus Diablo 2. Cliffhanger. Go. Cliffhanger is all I have to say. Revolutionizing console multiplayer. Yeah. I mean, Diablo created its own genre. I said console multiplayer. Yeah, which pales in comparison to the scale of PC multiplayer. PC Master Race. Yeah, but it didn't revolutionize it. Yeah, it, yeah, Diablo 2, great game, but it didn't revolutionize anything. It didn't make the Xbox a household name. Neither did Halo 2. No, yeah, Halo, Halo, Halo that not. made Xbox? Halo, Halo, Halo was big, but it was Halo 2 that was huge. Yeah, Wasn't that 360? No, it was, it was the first no. one. No. But the fact that you don't remember that oh, means it know. probably didn't okay. matter all that much. I was an Xbox guy. I'm probably the wrong person. Yeah, yeah it's like... His opinions can be skewed no matter what. Like, Halo 2 is fucking ginormous. And yeah, it had a cliffhanger ending, but, like, it still set up this... It, like, completely fleshed out this this franchise that became Xbox's juggernaut. Is it, though? It took everything that the first game did and just fully, like, it expanded on it and made it... Like, Halo 2 is still considered... all. To consider to a lot of people in the Halo community their favorite just because of the the way just, that they changed the multiplayer. Just up. like Marvel versus Capcom 2. Yeah, just like Diablo 2. Because you know. we all know what happened after that. Diablo 3. My my experience with Halo 2 and Diablo 2 are both very limited. Um, I, I suppose Mitch can speak to this more though. Like My understanding with Diablo 2 though is that when it came out, people weren't utterly enthusiastic about everything that it had to offer and that it was only following the release of the reaper of souls expansion and sort of subsequent updates after that that diablo 2 really kind of came into its own and became the diablo 2 that i apologize by the way if i'm mispronouncing it it became the game that people look back on fondly whereas halo 2 it seems like it was kind of as great as it was right out of the box except that they never went back to fix the story because it ended in a cliffhanger that was terrible that the internet hated i i mean i i don't feel particularly passionately about either of these two games but i think i'm gonna have to give it to halo 2 okay so we've got three halo no no we got four halo 2 i'm just i'm just giving them crap i want i want it to move on because i want it to lose in the next round because that'll be even worse (laughs) Halo 2 uh, moves on then. Um, All right. Uh, One of Alex's favorite games, Kingdom Hearts 2 and Infamous 2. 
Oh, by the way, just very quickly, uh, Loki Mike corrects us. It was Lords of Destruction, not oh. Reaper of Souls. Yes. Reaper of Souls yep. was for Diablo 3. That's yeah. correct. Yep. My apologies. Thank you for correcting us. All right. All right. Uh, Infamous 2 versus Kingdom Hearts 2. Where do we go? I'll, I'll let everyone else speak first before I speak. I don't need to speak. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mitch, uh, there was a lot of interesting design decisions made about around Infamous 2. They had to go back and make a whole bunch of changes to the overall aesthetic of the game that may or may not have been to its benefit. They, they it's more of the first one in just a different location. I don't. It doesn't do anything to really reinvent the wheel. Kingdom Hearts 2 changed the way that game plays. The the engines are so much tighter. Combat feels better they make good use of the licenses that they have and it makes for a very very interesting successor and it it the story just gets so big and it becomes this it becomes is that this the epic, one this is, epic adventure that yeah is my votes for kingdom hearts is that the one that has is that the one that has the little mermaid level Probably. that everyone hated yes oh yeah yeah it's definitely oh that yeah one. yeah oh yeah yep just saying yep uh aj um okay having having not put any real time into either of these games um i think infamous 2 was like the playstation plus uh or the the gift from from playstation after the the 2011 uh, great outage 2011 outage or whatever Um, and i played a little bit there um and it, it you know it's it's a it's a fine open world thing i think I had more fun with um, Second Son than I did two, but um, it's kind of my thought too on it, honestly. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm. I'm. I can't, in good conscience, give the vote to Kingdom Hearts. So I have to vote for Infamous. Cozy. I mean, I, I feel like everybody probably knows <laughs> in advance where I land on this. Uh, here's the thing: Infamous One. A game I was moderately disappointed by. I thought that, you know, using your electricity powers as coal was a rush, but I thought that the city of Empire City was a pretty bland, uh, Empire boring City place. was the first Whenever one. Play an the, open world the second game, one I always... was the one that was like Louisiana. New Moray. New Moray. Yeah, so like whenever i play an open world game one thing that i always sort of subconsciously pay attention to is how often am i staring at the mini map in the corner of the screen and when i was playing infamous one i'm like man i'm spending a lot of time staring at the mini map in the corner of the screen because there is not much to do and this world is bland and boring and gray as hell infamous 2 made a provided players with a much more interesting city and i think brought a lot more like it just scattered a lot more interesting stuff to do throughout the map at the end of the day though i mean kingdom hearts 2 is where it's at talk about you know taking this fun serene like studio ghibli-esque rpg that was the original kingdom hearts and going just full thunderdome with the sequel i don't know if anyone has ever said full thunderdome before to describe a sequel i'm using it right here and right now just taking taking the first game's plot Adding on the introduction of the Nobodies, Organization 13, all of the, like, new stuff towards the future that was hinted at here. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2, this is a game that I'm playing through right now on Twitch, so of course I'm going to be additionally biased in that regard, but that game is just... There has never been a sequel quite like that game. Okay. Um, Let's put it to a vote then. Uh, Alex? Infamous. Cozy? 
Kingdom Hearts 2. I'm not. I, I'm frustrated because I have a feeling that Infamous 2 is going to end up passing. I, th- I think Nathan is going to be really Mitch? nice to us because he wants to see what happens next round. And I'm going to say Kingdom Hearts. And I'm just going to pray that our host is just and right. Uh, uh, um, AJ. Uh, I'm going to vote for Infamous. Okay, so it's a split. Um, so as much as I hated the initial three or four hours of Kingdom Hearts 2 and playing as uh, Roxas, um, it is no question a better game uh, than Infamous 2. Wow. So uh, I actually I played through the full Kingdom Hearts 2, and that's not something I did with Kingdom Hearts 1. Nathan, I owe you a beer. Um, and uh, don't get me wrong, I'm, I kind of fall where AJ falls. Um, I think Infamous Second Son was actually more fun than Infamous 2. or Infamous, Infamous. 2 is the weakest game in so, the series. Fair enough. Hundred percent. So that's a, now that's include, a including okay, the so, expansion to Infamous Two and the expansion to Second Son. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, first lights. So was Rondo. Um, anyways, uh, Super. Sp- that's not what it's called. It's called something different. That's a Castlevania game. Um, yes, Super right. Smash Brothers Melee versus Little Big Planet Two. I played Little Big Planet. Two, I believe, because it was one of those free games that was given out after the PSA. Probably, Am I correct? Yeah, I, th- I think that. Yeah, it was 100. percent It was. So yeah, I played it for like an hour, and I'm like, I don't get this. It's melee. Remember my argument yeah. about for the same for the same the argument same argument I made about Marvel versus Capcom is the same argument you make here. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's exactly the reason why I didn't argue against your argument for Marvel versus Capcom is because it was the same argument that I have here. Smash Brothers, absolutely. Any little big planet two stands? Just you. No, no. Uh, for the record, I love Little Big Planet two. It's an excellent, excellent. It's great game that I've completely. If I if I didn't have to do a lot of creation and stupid stuff to get the platinum, I'd have the platinum in it. Anyway, I still I also think Ultimate um, is a better Smash game than Melee, but I know people will lambast me for that. But so, it took so long no, no, to I get agree. to that point. So, unanimous. So we're putting Melee through. Yeah. 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 Okay. Unanimous. So the final one of the first round, then we can start moving through these second rounds, and hopefully this will pick up. uh, I hope not. It's already after Uh, ten. We've done a lot of arguing. Yeah, it's gonna get harder. Actually, Uh, it's fine. I've I've resigned myself to the fact that I'm not starting my own stream on (laughs) time. Sorry, Josie. Sorry. (laughs) It's all right. Uh, All right. Pokemon. uh, I believe this is Gold, Silver, Crystal versus Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two. Where do we land here? Pokemon did something that you've yeah, never seen before in that it, it had an entire new game, the new 100 Pokemon that you'd get, whatever. You finish the game, and the entire first game is in the second game. That's unheard of. You don't see stuff like that today. It's it's Pokemon. It has to be Pokemon. When, in, ter- in terms of better sequels um, and you know the argument that i made for like say titanfall um the pokemon blew expectations out of the out of just completely out of the water with the addition of that whole other area the whole other eight badges you have to get um where you know tony hawk's pro skater 2 while still a great game and i'm excited to play it again when it uh comes out uh what same day as avengers um oh my god yeah um I have, you know, it, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater didn't really hit, like, 
the good sequel until the third one, if oh, I'm remembering correctly. No, you're not remembering correctly. I am. Yeah, third is <laughs> no. where it peaked. No, a thug is where it peaked. Yeah, thugs were <laughs> the peak. Debate. The, well, the, okay. One to two is not as discernible difference uh, as it is um, two to three, and then so on. All right. That might be a better argument where... Alex, I'm voting uh, for. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. Oh, I, I'm gonna Wrong vote. Alex. I'm gonna vote for Pokemon. Yeah, I'm gonna vote for Pokemon as well. I have a slight half of a bone to pick with gold, silver, crystal, but I won't bring it up now. Okay. So yeah, that's unanimous. I'm voting Pokemon. Yeah, it's unanimous. Okay. Yeah. That's disappointing. <laughs> the manual is such a such an addition to Tony Hawk. It too. was, but that does that pales uh, It's fine, but it's no revert. Entire new story with. The entire map of the first game hidden in the back half. Okay. All right. Well, let's go through here. So now we're entering our second round. So we're going to try and pick up the pace here. Titanfall 2 versus Borderlands 2. Borderlands. Titanfall. Titanfall. Uh, Borderlands. So we're like, going to a tie? Borderlands is an arguably better game than Titanfall. Single player, multiplayer, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, Titanfall not... Two is a way better shooter. Yeah. Borderlands actually fucking sucks. Borderlands is <laughs> shooting. It's not fun compared to Titanfall. Titanfall is like the peak, like first-person shooter design because it's made by the people who fucking perfected it with Call of Duty and Call of Duty or Call of Duty Four. Yeah, but Call, Call of Duty, Duty hasn't Warfare changed 2. in the last ten and years. Yeah, I'm. It's a good thing that Titanfall Two has a really memorable cast of characters to complement that shooting. BT. Is a fucking awesome yeah, like all the Apex Legends character. Okay, Claptrap is fucking obnoxious. In oh my god, best way do I have the to, worst characters. Do I have to break a tie yes. here? Yeah, we know what you're gonna pick because you played one and you haven't played the other. Yeah, just uh, pick Borderlands two. Like. I'm picking Borderlands two. We're gonna put it through the garbage game for garbage people. Yes. Borderlands two is great. It's not garbage whatsoever. It's a gr- yeah, it's no, a great it's game. Garbage. I just think I just think Titanfall two is just a better game. Okay. That's less bloated. I'd rather go back and play Titanfall 2 than Borderlands. Moving yeah, I on. play Titanfall 2 every fucking day of the week, and I would kill myself to play or if I had to play Borderlands 2 again. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Metaphorically. <Pretty> aggressive. <laughs> Metaphorically. Um, uh, okay, Batman Arkham City versus Half-Life 2. No, oh, it's this not. This is a hard one. Fuck. It is. This is, this is yeah, the answer is Half-Life 2. Batman. See, here's the thing. As much of a quantum leap as Half-Life 2 was from the original Half-Life, I think that Half-Life 2, Episode 1 and 2 are the yeah. better games. It's clear that with Episodes 1 and 2, the Valve team realized, hey, like people really loved Alex in Half-Life 2, but we didn't really have her featured in the game all that much. We should really like center our two episodic expansions around her a lot more, and I think made a much more enjoyable experience. Batman Arkham City, I think, is not like flawed from the outset in the same way but overall as a single package i feel like i ha- i have to say no, half-life 2 still here, okay let me just go through my mental my thought process yep because it might actually surprise so here's the thing is like i do agree with you cozy in the sense that like i think half-life episode one and episode two are better than half-life 2 in the sense that like you, that you get a little bit more of the character of alex also half-life 2 isn't my favorite half-life game where batman arkham city is my favorite batman game so i think i'm gonna have to vote for batman 
<laughs> Are we split down the middle again? Straight down the middle. Yes, it looks like it. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is tough um, for me to break a tie because I love both of these games. Um, I've got a Steam account just so I could play. If Half-Life you had to go back to, to if you had to Steam. go back today and play one of these two games, which one would you rather play? Half Life Two. Half Life Two. Interesting. So. Yeah. Um, in fact, I went back to Arkham City and I didn't love it. Um, uh, it just felt stiff and trying to control. And I've installed Half-Life 2 on my PC. And I'm trying to get some mods on it so I can replay it. So, I, I screwed myself. All right. Fair enough. Um, Mass Effect 2 versus Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. Another hard one. I, I, I would argue that Uncharted 2, for what it is, the narrative single-player experience, it it made a lot of improvements over the first one. You didn't have any more stupid six axis grenade throwing controls for one. I just like, it is a tighter overall experience compared to the first one. Whereas mass effect two took a pretty good game and made it great. No, Matt, as Alex said, the mass effect story was great. The game was awful. Yeah. Mass Even Effect in 2007, made... it wasn't that fun to play, but people yeah. were invested in it because of just the story. like Uncharted. Mass Effect Two made made a, a bad game amazing, and Uncharted One was already mostly playable. They did make it better. It's hard. It's harder. It's harder to go back to the first Mass Effect than it is to go back to the first Uncharted, which makes it Mass Effect Two than it is to go back which to makes Uncharted it's. Too. No, shut the fuck up. No, it's... Which makes it a much stronger sequel compared to its first one in its line. Okay, cozy. See, this is tough for me because Mass Effect 2 and an Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 2 is a war of two different games, like, making story and characters relevant in two different style of genres that, yeah. you know, typically it's struggled to do so before. Mass Effect 2 is taking a big, sweeping sci-fi narrative and making it you know relatable and you know again putting in these you know uh likable humane characters and charted 2 taking a pulpy action adventure uh you know, game and again making its characters relatable uh giving it a lot of heart in that regard it's a hard one okay yeah i'm i'm i don't know i've all only right, played one well we're gonna vote and we're gonna let cozy I've only go played one of these two games so it's getting my vote okay all right Okay, Uncharted. so Mitch. AJ. Mass Effect. Alex. I love both, but in a lot of ways, Uncharted 2 is kind of my least favorite in the series for for story reasons. Are you insane? Really? Um, I, because I think it's I think it's the most I think it's the most disconnected with the Nathan Drake story okay. out of all of them. Makes That's more beside pulpy. the point. It's Mass Effect. It's Mass Effect 2. All right. It's Mass Effect 2. Okay. Cozy. Also, the final boss of Mass of uh, Uncharted it's 2 awesome. fucking sucks. Yeah, it's fucking. Nothing. I mean, the bo- the final boss of Mass Effect Two is also kind of not good. Yeah, I, I guess yeah. that is <laughs> true. Screwed yourself. There. Like it's funny. I feel like both these games, both these games have a lot of the same strengths, and also I feel a lot of the same weaknesses. I'm gonna go Mass Effect Two. Oh wow. Okay. Sorry, so I Mitch. To break a tie here. Sorry, Mitch. At the at the end of Mass Effect Two, it it introduces like at least for me in my experience, like the idea of the suicide mission where any decision you make actually matters, where it's just a linear path through Uncharted. It doesn't make so. it a worse game. Who, who cares? Win okay. or lose. Okay. Red Dead Two versus God of War Two. 
I mean, I'm going to have to vote for God of War 2 because that's a game I've played and I'm really passionate about. Okay. Sorry, I, Alex. I, I have a feeling I know where this is going to go, and I'm okay with that. It's whatever. Um, my The only thing I'll say about Red Dead 2 is I think Red Dead 2 does it takes everything that the first game did and expands upon it just insane to the insane detail and specifically story-wise red dead redemption has one of the most emotional endings i had experienced up until that point red dead 2 blows that out of the water continuously in the story and i think red dead 2 will be just remembered more for its specific story moments than god of war 2 will be and and well echoing that i think uh you know while Red Dead Redemption 2 may be kind of exhausting in its open nature. I think God of War, uh, the way it cranks it up to 11 all the time, is exhausting in its own way. I like You can take a break in Red Dead 2. It's hard to take a break in God of War 2. Um, and I, th- I, I think everything that they improved with Red Dead from... From, from the first game to the second one, regardless of the, the the overall criticism of it, I think it's bettered games in general, aside from the online multiplayer, which they tried to make Lightning Strike twice with GTA Online, blah, blah, blah. You know, God of War 2, yeah, it's... it's it, in comparison to Red Dead, God of War 2 is just more God of War. Red Dead Redemption 2 is so much more than that. Okay. Mitch? I abstain. Ooh, can't abstain. Yeah, I, can. I don't vote. I don't want to vote. I don't care for either <laughs> of these games. You guys can find it out. No, you you have to vote, but vote at the okay. end. We'll let you vote sure. at the end. How about that? Yeah. Compromise? All right. Okay. Alex? Red Dead Redemption 2. AJ? Red Dead Redemption 2. Cozy? God of War 2. Mitch? Uh, no! You can't abstain. You have to break the tie. I mean, I mean, if he if if he did like have to break the tie, then it's like we know where it was gonna go. It was gonna go for God of War. So I'm. I I don't know if I would have. I would have. I, I abstain because I don't care anymore. Okay. I'm just. I was just assuming because I know you haven't played Red Dead. Yeah. No. Uh, it's fine. We'll move on. Uh, Portal okay. Two versus uh, Marvel well, versus. Oh, sorry. So wait, wh- what's being voted? One for Red Dead. Red Dead. Red Dead. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so so the three of us were the odd, odd number because, because Mitch abstained, abstained and yes, we didn't need correct. Nathan's vote. Okay. Nope. There is no <sighs> tiebreaker. Um, All right. Portal Two versus Marvel versus Capcom Two. Ooh. I personally think Portal Two is one of the greatest yes, games. Yes, but of I all think time. Marvel versus Capcom Two is Me the more personally? important sequel. Oh yeah. I would argue Portal 2 is a better game, but Marvel uh, vs. Capcom 2 is more important. I, th- not I think you take the, you take the two games and the two games in each series. Portal 2 expands so much more on Portal 1 than Marvel vs. Capcom did on the original i disagree it was valve at like the height of its powers being like let's take everything that we've learned from all the prior uh half-life games we've done and all the prior you know basically every prior game that we've done and let's just make a fantastic single player campaign uh yeah 
I mean, here's the thing. I want to have a big sweeping argument against Marvel vs. Capcom 2, but unfortunately I haven't played it, so I don't really have a whole lot to say. Uh, but, you know, voting for Marvel vs. Capcom 2 doesn't feel super special considering just how many other fighting games there have been. And even though Marvel vs. Capcom 2 might be the most memorable, there are certainly a lot of other games from the same time around which it came out that were also No one talks about lauded, Power Stone. They talk about Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Well, I was talking, like, within the sphere of, like, Capcom fighting games, specifically. Not particularly. Around this time, you were seeing things like Street Fighter 3 Alpha, Second Strike, whatever the hell they were called. You didn't really see yeah. the... Uh, Street Fighter thir Third Strike. What third are, Strike. You didn't see the resurgence of the Street Fighter licensed or the Street Fighter fighting games until Street Fighter 4, which is much later, which drew a lot of inspiration from Marvel vs. Capcom 2. So we wouldn't have Street Fighter the way it is today without this game. Um, okay, let's vote, and we'll put it through. Um, Alex? I'm going to vote for Portal. Cozy? Portal. AJ? Portal. Marvel. Mitch? Okay. For the record, I love Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I put so many quarters in that. Portal 2s should be the one moving through, though, if I had to break a tie. Um, all right. Street Fighter 2 versus Super Mario Galaxy 2. I think I'm going to kind of go on the argument that Mitch was doing in the last one. I think Street Fighter 2 is one of the most influential games of all time. I think it should be Street Fighter 2. Oh, wow. Okay. Cozy? Hmm. I mean, I, you know, obviously Super Mario Galaxy 2 is a game that I actually have extensive experience with, but this is one of those cases where I think I have to give it to 2 just because of the significance factor. All right. Uh, AJ? Um... um... I think in regards to, like, as, hmm, yeah, Super Mario Galaxy 2 is still kind of a 1.5 to me, as opposed to Street Fighter 2. Yeah, so I'm going to have to go with Street Fighter. Oh, my God. It's unanimous, because I have this, I'm, for the same oh reason God. as Alex, it's, it's a more important game. It's unanimous. This is not the way I thought this would go. Unanimous or Street Fighter 2. All right. I didn't see a shutout happening there. Wow. Oh, God. I can't, I can't believe what we're going to do We're going to be here next. for the next hour and a half. <laughs> God. Yeah, we're, gonna, we're, we're just going to move Halo 2 all the way up. Yeah. Uh, okay, Halo 2 versus Kingdom Hearts 2. <sighs> it's Halo 2. It's Halo 2. Who? It's no. Kingdom Hearts 2. It's not. Oh, I have to pick? You might Halo have to. Halo 2 is... Halo 2... Again, like I said last time, yes, Halo Combat Evolved was big for the Xbox, but it wasn't until Halo 2 came out and the, the introduction of Xbox Live with, like, specifically with Halo 2 that made Xbox this fucking juggernaut in online competitive multiplayer. Halo 2 is a, I, I think it's a, like, even regardless of cliffhanger aside, I think the overall campaign of Halo 2 is stronger than the first game. The first game has a great five levels, and then you're just running through those same five levels backwards through the thing. Where Halo 2, it's a new level every single every single time like you're not fucking going through the same levels again it's the story they expanded on it it's not just good guys versus bad bad guys there's so much nuance to it with the arbiter and basic like again like i've said this on previous episodes but the idea of having a character 
come to the conclusion that his entire religion is a lie and him having to come to terms with that i think is so huge it expanded halo beyond just video games it turned it into a franchise that is might not have the same weight as it did today but back in 2004 to to 2010 was huge and it wouldn't have been like this if it wasn't for halo 2 and and sorry really quick speaking of like halo 2 it's regardless of cliffhanger ending nothing was left out that needed explaining kingdom hearts 2 spawned uh, came out and yeah there was a kind a bit of a cohesive through line where you're going through you know the different uh, Disney worlds and whatnot, but also the story of the nobody organization. Other, it needed other side. It e- needed other side stories and side sequels to I... to try and uh, fill in the the plot holes and the gaps that, that it lacks. I, I don't. I don't feel like that there are that many plot holes in Kingdom Hearts two that were desperately in need of filling in. I feel like what you're saying is, I'd say, a little bit more true of some of the Kingdom Hearts games that would follow. When it comes to Kingdom Hearts 2, like, sure, 358 over two days expands upon Roxas and Organization 13. Chain of Memories is also... That game was not necessary to kind of understand his place in in the world. Chain of of Memories is also pretty vital to that. But again, this is a a game that spawned this franchise, like, this fervent fan base that wanted all of this information and needed this information because you cannot write a good story when you do not see the face of your protagonist. You do not get emotion from a character like that. You need that emotional resonance from oh, your protagonist. Yeah, I absolutely do, Hearts, especially seeing that character interact with an AI char- uh, character who, you know, also technically doesn't exist. But holy crap, they made them real. They made them sentient. Which is the entire plot of Kingdom okay. Hearts. Let's vote here because I believe you guys are both on separate. So I think we're going to be splitting this right down the middle. I don't think conversation between each other is going to change that agree we agree yeah. yeah this we're just going to yeah. keep going b- batting heads like i've said what i needed to say all yeah. memes aside of like i hate kingdom hearts yada yada is this a split i think vote? halo yes. yes i think halo 2 is a very influential game and that's my vote okay halo 2 is better than kingdom hearts and Co- like, i don't want to yeah i don't want to yell about kingdom hearts cozy kingdom mitch hearts. your kingdom hearts oh yeah okay so it's coming to me i'm gonna put kingdom hearts 2 through gross any particular reason, or is it just because that's the one you played? It's the one I've played. Um, Halo's never connected with me. Um, I need to go back and play more of the Master Chief. Yes, collection. you do. Um, maybe for some sort of charity stream. Uh, maybe. Okay, Super Smash Brothers Melee versus Pokemon Gold, Silver, Crystal. I think Melee. Yeah, Smash Brothers. I'm I'm tossed. They're two of my favorite games of all time. I put more time into it, so I'm going to say Pokemon. I'll, I'll just vote for Melee, to be honest. Yeah. Me- Melee is, is the one that's still around in the fighting game scene, even though they're slowly starting to finally phase it out. Like One, one yeah. got a remake. You've even got the, the... I'm just saying. Yeah. That's because Melee didn't need a remake. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so it's Pokemon, but the way it is, we'll, we'll agree <laughs> to disagree. But then it, but then it got a remake, so it wasn't perfect. Clearly. Okay, yeah. so we're putting yeah. melee through. Yeah. Um. Okay, so now we're beginning round three. We're almost uh, reaching the end here, uh, with some <sighs> great conversation. 
Um, yeah. So this has really uh, been a very heated battleground, more than I thought it would be. Um, let's talk about the next round. So we've got Borderlands 2 versus Half-Life 2. Um, yeah, and in terms yeah, of in terms of what the original I did put it unanimously. versus the let's sequel, we've talked enough about Half Life yeah. Two. Okay. Oh, yeah. great. wow, for Half Life. <laughs> and okay. I do want you know I do want to say like uh, I think a lot of people would look at this matchup and think oh you know Half Life Two is like the serious gritty dark shooter and Borderlands Two is the funny goofy meme shooter but like Half Life Two has its moments of levity as well. Mm-hmm. It's a genuinely funny game at moments and. Yeah, so the fact that it's able to both balance those moments of levity and moments of seriousness, I have to tip my hat to that. Okay. Um, all right, so let's move on to the next one. Alex, you have to pick one. <sighs> Mass Effect 2 or Red Dead 2? This is hard. This is this is genuinely hard. I think um, as as the uh, fanboy of both of the these games, I will pick Red Dead 2 solely because Red Dead 2 made me more emotional than Mass Effect 2. The Mass Effect Mass where Mass Effect really got emotional was in 3 and that doesn't count because that's not what we're talking about where I cried many times during Red Dead 2 specifically where I don't think I got as emotional during Mass Effect 2 because it was building up to those emotional moments in the next game. Okay, cozy. Uh Mass Effect 2. Mass Effect 2. Mitch, one of these has testicle physics, so I'm just going to vote for that. That's Red Dead 2. Wait, you're voting for Red I, Dead 2? I'm voting between a lame horse and a dead horse. I don't care. Okay. Um, yeah, he hasn't played I'm, either of these. So I'm voting like... for Mass Effect 2 uh, because, once again, comparing it to its original, comparing the two to the... Like, like you're not wrong, um, Alex. There, there may have been more emotional moments, but I think the big emotional moment in mass effect 2 like depending on your story and your your shepherd as it went through like whoever got through on that suicide mission that was a bigger punch than spoilers uh, than you know anything red dead 2 had okay all right um so does that mean we're splitting right down down the the middle again yeah yes sir okay i don't know uh I don't know. I haven't. You want me to flip a coin? Either of these games? No. Let's go with Red Dead Two because I love Rockstar. What? Cozy got my vote because of testicles. You can't be mad at him over it being Rockstar. Um. Okay. So we're getting on to the next one here: Portal Two versus Street Fighter Two. Street Fighter Two is Ooh. more important. This is the bigger is... jump versus the jump from Portal to Portal Two. Even with the co-op, even with the fleshed-out story, Street Fighter was unplayable by most people, and Street Fighter Two put fighting games on the map. This is the biggest like apples to oranges debate that we've had yep. this entire bracket. I think. Yeah. I think this is the most contrast that we've had. 100%. I don't know. Halo yeah. Two and Kingdom Hearts Two are pretty uh, different. Yeah, and we got After- that. We got that one wrong. So. Says you. But this is yeah. like an age thing too. Like there's like how many years between exactly you can't. It's hard to compare the impact of the changes from Portal to Portal Two, to the changes from Street Fighter to Street Fighter Two. I think I think in in that regard, I think the expansiveness of Portal Two, in terms of what it did for itself, it took a, a fun little puzzle game with a little bit of story and completely 
blew it out of the water in terms of expectations and i'm not going to spoil it here but that last shot at the end holy shit that like how the fuck what what it it it's it's absolutely amazing street fighter 2 Yes, it improved on the original and and made it such such a staple in in modern fighting game history, but its impact was probably a lot more gradual over time, I would say. And and that's something that's sort of worth pointing out is that like, you know, Street Fighter 2 helped like co-create an entire genre of video game, but to your point, how many um... Yeah, never mind. I, I was about to make an there's argument, never, but uh, as I was walking another through game my like... head, it's not entirely true. I'm still voting for Portal 2, but I, I can't, you know, deny the influence of Street Fighter 2. Okay, so Alex, what's your vote? Portal 2 is one of my is a one of those games I would definitely put in like my top like 20 games of all time. But I can't underestimate how important Street Fighter 2 is and the fact that it invented it. it almost single-handedly invented like the fighting game genre uh i'm gonna vote street fighter 2 oh, surprisingly okay. cozy didn't expect that portal 2 aj portal 2 hadouken Mitch. hadouken sorry street fighter 2 hadouken sorry i i didn't hear him uh, we are sound. split oh, down the was, middle Had- again hadouken is a famous line spoken by wheatley yeah exactly exactly <laughs> i'm sure yeah. there's an easter egg in there somewhere. um I really wish you guys didn't send this to me. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. You made this bed. Now you must lay in it. Um, Portal 2 is going on. Fuck. Fair enough. People are still going back to Portal 2 and enjoying it just as much as they enjoyed it back in the day. Are they going back to Street Fighter 2 in its original version today and being like, oh, man, this game totally holds. I do. No, you got to play the hyper edition. Or I own yeah. both Street Fighter 2 and Super yeah. Street Fighter 2 on the SNES, and I usually just go back to Street Fighter 2. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a point we never made before, was all, like all the hyper-fighting like additions afterwards that needed to fix the You don't sequel. remember all that for Portal 2? Uh, nope. That's weird. It's just gone. Somebody must have pulled it through a portal. It's weird. Okay. Let's move on to the last one of this uh, this uh, round three. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 versus Super Smash Brothers Melee. Smash Melee. Brothers. Like, here's the thing. I'm voting for Melee. I, I really don't like voting for Melee because for a very long period of time, I was somebody who was a supporter of Brawl, and I thought that, like, the way that, like, Smash Bros. Melee players would treat Brawl fans was vi- really v- kind of vitriolic and unfair, but you know ultimately we're not we're not judging the merits of these games fan bases we're judging the merits of the games themselves so okay mitch uh my vote's gonna be for kingdom hearts too because i feel like ultimate's a better smash game than melee doesn't win but that's my vote yeah that's not the conversation we're having we're comparing melee to 64 yeah and 64 is still fun kingdom hearts 2 is is eh, i've still I brought that same. I did bring that same argument to Half Life. Yeah. Earlier, so I, I think that's. I think that is valid. I still don't that like it's this like, final. Four, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So Super Smash Brothers Melee what is ex- going forward. Yeah, it's mostly what I expected, but I'm actually surprised Red yeah, Dead made it this far. Okay. Let's talk uh, the semifinals then. 
Half-Life 2 versus Red Dead 2. I'm really shocked, to be honest, that Red Dead 2, as Alex said, has gotten this far. I was really hoping that it would be Half-Life 2 versus Mass Effect 2, because I think that's the more interesting discussion. This one, it's like... Uh, like... It's, I'm going to vote for Half-Life 2, but it's like, I didn't want Half-Life 2 to defeat Red Dead Redemption 2. This is not a victory, that I, a decision that I feel happy about making. Okay. Um, Alex? Going to vote for Red Dead 2 in the sense that I do still... No, that argument doesn't even work. I'm just going to vote Red Dead 2. I don't really have an argument why. I just like Red Dead 2 more. Okay. Hey, that's perfectly valid. Mitch? Horse testicles. <laughs> You're going for Red, Red Dead, Dead 2? I don't care at this point. <laughs> is wow, Mitch is, Mitch is the Red Dead champion. Right? He's championing the game. I just don't want to see him um, AJ. Jesus Christ. I, I, I think just it's just an argument of quantity. Red Dead does more on the original than Half-Life does. What? So. What? No, what? I, yeah, I, so I, can I can't Can I say one thing that. now that the I'm vote is 3-1 to one in favor of Red Dead? I, I voted Red Dead yeah, defensively what? because I want Portal 2 to win this whole thing. So, y'all can uh, suck it. I'm going, I'm, yeah, I'm going with Red Dead. Okay. <laughs> um, and Alex got his gun. Okay. Yeah, I did an Arthur Morgan cosplay like two years ago. Wow. Oh, so man. Red I... Dead's going through. Okay. Wow. Color me surprised. <sighs> Are you kidding me? Now I can't you say that. This is, not after Mitch, this is not going to work out in your favor. If you give Red Dead Redemption 2 too much power, it's going to overpower everything. This is going to backfire. Okay. Uh, Portal 2 versus Super Smash Brothers Melee. Portal 2. Portal. Smash Portal Brothers. So is that three portals to yeah. one Smash Brother? Smash yes, Brothers sir. is still around. So it's... And people are clamoring to get a, a sequel to Portal, but what we've learned is that Valve doesn't like to make a third game in any series. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. they'll just make like weird little VR things that have aperture science in it, but not actually be like you know what people want. Mm -hmm. Was there a bronze oh, match Valve. when we did the predictions? Uh, I don't think there was when we did the predictions, but there is. I thought here. so. No, not not the. Oh predictions. yeah, not not the. Not the only predict the winner. Yeah. Just because yeah. everyone's bronze is so, do, let's let's talk the the bronze match then. Okay, let's just be quick on the bronze match. Um, Half Life Two versus Super Smash Brothers Melee for third place. I'm gonna see say in terms of improvements over the original, and not in you know the impact on the industry. Uh, Smash Brothers is better than Half Life Two. I'm also for Smash. <sighs> I hate to say it, but. It you know, go and smash. I'm going to vote Half-Life just because I think Half-Life was very influential to making Valve a household name and Steam what it is. Okay. Um, but, you know. All right. Let's get to our final match. Red Dead 2 versus Portal 2. I did not. Portal 2. Portal 2 shoots into the moon. It shoots underneath Arthur Morgan's feet. Arthur Morgan goes into space. He asphyxiates. He's dead. Portal 2 <laughs> with a bullet. Okay. Other opinions here. Mitch. Red Dead 2 made me cry so many times. I've said it a couple of times today, but it, it really did. Um, also, one has a D'Angelo song, and one doesn't. Is, Portal, is that Portal 2? 
dude i wish i wish oh. portal 2 had a d'angelo is, is song it, is it bad if uh, i don't awesome. know who that is i don't think i heard a d'angelo song he's the same i, I figured as much yeah. sort. and he just he just has like this random ass song it, it like halfway through red dead 2 it's really weird but it's a fucking awesome song is he the one that was famous for being almost naked on his album cover i should probably play yeah. that game at some yeah, point that's eh? what i thought um okay mitch i mean horse testicles i'm voting for portal 2 <laughs> yeah of oh, course like, <sighs> of course yeah. fame, famed quote said horse by wheatley in portal exactly. 2 horse exactly. testicles See, cozy gets it <laughs> aj yeah uh i'm gonna vote for red dead Really? What? Jesus. Dude, everyone's Nathan? Like going flip-floppy. See, this it. is what I was talking about, Mitch. If you give Red Dead Redemption to too much power, it's going to corrupt Nathan, people's the minds. Nathan, is to you for who wins this he bracket. Made... Oh, one I don't... Nathan has played, the other one he hasn't. I don't love this as a tiebreaker. Uh, I was really not hoping that that wouldn't happen. Um, Portal 2, because it's the best game ever made. It's, yes. it's up there, but it's... It's the I one you picked. can't even be mad at that. <laughs> can't even be mad at that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Even though I picked it, I'm not wow. winning this bracket oh, in any fashion. Uh, oh, yeah. I probably... I I, vote, wait, I contradicted myself hell? so many times, I totally forgot what I predicted. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch got it right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I'm, I'll go ahead and uh, read, the, read the list from bottom to top. Uh, I did really well at the beginning of this. But uh, towards the end, everything started to fall away from me. Um, I got uh, 28 points, and I'm in fifth place. Uh, Alex, uh, you got 31 points, and that got you fourth place. Cozy, you got 32 points, and that got you third place. Nathan, you got 33 points, and that got you second place. The winner, with 35 points on this whole fucking thing, despite pretending like he gave up the entire way through is mr mitch uh, george fun, fun fact wow. one of us predicted the winner correctly nathan which was one it? it was Nathan's nathan the only one who said portal oh, hey, 2 was yeah. going to go to the end and that still so, wasn't enough uh you I so say? i said the last of us so which, how did i win if i said the last of us nathan said portal 2 cozy's was mass effect 2 alex you said it was halo 2 i mean it's you and AJ said, Smash Brothers Melee. So I'm really surprised how Tony Hawk didn't go further. I was, re like, really, really shocked about that. Because it's such a great sequel. But these are, uh, most of these are great games. They're all, other than so, maybe Dragon yeah, Age yeah. 2, great games. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah um, honestly. Like. So they're all great games. So this could happen in any format. I had a lot of fun. Um, definitely longer than I thought it was going to go. Uh, so I appreciate everybody for sticking in and listening to this throughout. Uh, we'll always take your feedback. Maybe next time we do a bracket, we do uh, 16, 16 Probably picks call. at 32. Yeah, maybe. Which might help the speed speed of it. But regardless, I appreciate you guys all for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to give everybody a chance to run through their socials uh, as we sign off here. Cozy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Alex Kazina and also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash live where I'm going to be going live very soon in a delayed but no less energetic stream. Excellent. Mitch. Mr. Mitch George, wherever you can find me. Alex? Blatantly underscore Alex on Twitter. Blatantly Alex on Instagram. Blatantly Alex on YouTube. AJ? You can find me all over the internet at Times Hero.
All right, perfect. Um, and my, my, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore nmac, as well as I do reviews for ps4blog.net. I appreciate you guys all for tuning in, for listening for so long, and thanks for playing. Take care, guys.